<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hi, it's Todd. How are you? Andy Kinn is our guest today. This Monday, great episode, a special drop. Jimmy Pardo. Then we go back to our normal one show a week. But Jimmy Pardo this Monday it was fun. This week is Andy Kindler. We do about an hour before he gets there, me and Daniel. And uh, the crew, as I like to say, Chris, Katie, and Andrew. And then Andy Kindler strolls in, so it's fun. Hey, and during the show, I tell you to tweet Audible. Tweet Audible and say, hey, sponsor Todd's show. It helps. Those tweets can, you know, they're good. Also in the show, I tell you to tweet HGTV, but tweet HGTV DIY. I'm telling you to do it. I'm actually asking you as a favor. Tweet HGTV DIY any of those home shows. I'm trying to get pitching a show over there. So that helps when you tweet. Say, call Todd Glass. He's mentioning you on every show he does. Call him. Concentrate on HGTV. All right, come on here. You know what to do. Help me out. <laughs> All right, enjoy the show. It's it's different. It was fun. It was different. Here it is. Bye. Now entering Nerdist.com. A very funny guy, Todd Glass. Uh, yeah, hey, Todd. I'm looking forward to again about doing your podcast. The entertainer's entertainer, Todd Glass, everyone. Todd. Hey, it's Zach. Uh, El Sacker. We're back. Man, I really want to come on the, the podcast. I've got stuff to promote. <laughs> come on. Central presents. Daniel, move, move away from the mic. Todd Glass. Ryan Regan. Again. Um, Seriously. Turn his mic off. If you don't want me to do a podcast. It's off, it's off. Thank you. I don't know. Let me know that. Do you want me to beg? Is that is that the way you work? <laughs> TV show is too much. Don't ever. 
From the beautiful La Cienega Strip, high atop Black Horse Motors, it's the Todd Glass Show. Oh, my God. We're back. And Daniel, uh, coughing through the whole open. I did not like that opening. You know, you would think it's a joke at this point. But, oh, my. I thought you were going to have a... Uh, did you turn his mic off eventually? No. That was a very... Did you really not? No. I have to have a was safe word. Yeah, yeah, to? and I thought you oh, knew. Because okay. we always say turn no, the mics off. No, I thought that was a joke. We always say turn the mics off. I don't know if I they should... Who like knew you'd have, have like a, a, a safe word for comedy before you did for sex? <laughs> yeah, right. How do you know? Oh, that's dry. Don't. My safe word for sex like, is, uh, I say, uh, no really punch me in the head now. <laughs> that's a lot. That's a whole phrase. You have a safe phrase. Yeah, and then I... That's, that's, that, I thought that was funny. Well, you can be like the tor- to George Carlin. Thing. Yeah, I can do it. You'll, we'll, we'll come up with something. You can just say it to George Carlin, turn his mic. Oh, okay. Uh, that's a good. That's a good idea, Katie. Yeah. George Carlin, take that out of my ass. What is <laughs> this? What is this up on the screen? Shoulders, knees, and toes. Knees and toes. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Have some reverb. Eyes and ears and mouth and nose Head, shoulders, knees and toes Head, shoulders, knees and toes Head, shoulders, knees and toes Eyes and ears and mouth and nose Head, Shoulders, knees, and toes. Oh, yeah. I can fucking sing. <laughs> Come on. Daniel, I do this. I do it especially when you're here, Daniel, because I know as I'm, as I'm doing it, you're like, does Todd think that there's anything good in there at all? And I know there's not. I mean, Your anybody singing can ability? Do Let me do it again for you. I think we got it. No, 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 no. Uh, you weren't paying attention. No, I was. I was right this here. is the way I get you to pay attention. Let's do it again. Okay. Because then next time you'll be like, if I don't pay attention, I'll keep doing it. No, we don't have to do it again. All right, here we go. So I want to uh, uh, start nice and slow. We're back. We had a great time. Our guest today is Andy Kindler, and then next week is uh, Jimmy Pardo. Oh, by the way, Jimmy Pardo. <laughs> Every time I see him at the gym, he does something that just fucking makes me laugh all day long. Today, I walk, I always go along with the bit, but I'm walking out of the locker room. He goes, thought I told you to go to the other goddamn gym. <laughs> I go, I didn't want to. Just because we get into a fight doesn't mean I have to go to a different gym. He goes, yeah, we'll go use the Wilshire gym like I told you. <laughs> people are walking by, and they, it looks like these two maniacs. <laughs> of course, then I stop the bit instantly, and I analyze it. Like that guy said, I thought I told you to go to the other gym. Like he thought the guy was going to listen. He went home and told his wife, what happened? I told the guy to go to the other gym, and he's fucking gonna. And then when he sees me, he's like, hey, I thought I told you to go to the other fucking gym. So that was fun, and that was great. And then, uh, what's, is everything all right over here? Yeah. I like to know. I get nervous. Andrew's back. We, Andrew has a new name. Like, you know how Prince, uh, did he change his name to Prince or whatever? I think he's back to Prince. Yeah. Uh, so you should I, know. You're the one that brings it up. I don't know what I'm bringing up always. I don't know the facts and the information. Didn't you like hanging? I don't. You don't need the facts. You don't need the facts to talk Did about shit. Did you smoke pot with Prince? Did you ever watch Fox News? <laughs> Come on, these are political jokes, you motherfuckers. All right. Uh, Didn't I, you smoke pot with? Well, Prince I don't know if that was smoking pot with Prince. It, uh, even though the next day it would have been like, you know. Hey, it's Todd. Hey, what's up, Todd? 
Oh, let me tell you the real story what happened. I was outside. I was smoking pot with somebody else, and then he asked me um, for a hit. And uh, that was it. We didn't really talk that much, but you it was like, You just gave him a hit of your pot. Yeah. And you didn't... Uh, it was very th- very nice, very like, hey, you know, he said something that was like... No. But... what? You don't have to be, you know, that little sound that the song okay. makes. Could we put it in there in post, or can you bring it up maybe so people know the song? Can you, how, how quick can you get the actual part of that song? What song the, is the, that? Oh, you don't know what I'm doing? Do you know what I'm doing? Yeah. Kiss by Prince. Kiss by Prince. Thank you. Yeah, right there. Put it in. I'll leave you a space right now, Katie. Here's how easy I make your life. Put the sound that I'm trying to imitate right there. People are like that. Didn't sound that much like it. So, um, well, anyway, I, I just thought. I'd... All right. So yeah. So yeah, yeah. So. So anyway, cut to me the next day. Hey Daniel, it's Todd. What's up? So what did you do last night? Oh, uh, smoke pot with Prince all fucking night. That guy don't <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it was fucking nuts. First, I'm inside. I think he recognizes me from Last Comic Standing. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Did. I'm sure he recognized he me. Sit down, glass. Hey, when that happens, I'm going to bare my soul here a little bit. Whenever you do something with a high, what I like to, because I don't like the word famous, high-profile person, you know. Um, do you think that it's, hold on, oh, I just messed it up. Hold on, I'm sorry. I don't like my phone sound today. But like when you do something, like when uh, when I did a show at the uh, Ricardo Montalban Theater was some, for some charity, does anyone know what, sensitive? Oh, by the way, so anyway, Andrew's, and then we'll go back to this, Andrew's new name, we have a name for him now, we call him Sensitive. Not in a mean way either, because I'm very sensitive, and I notice Andrew's very sensitive. So over the past four months as I've been working on the show, a lot of times I'll call him, I'll go, hey, Andrew, uh, you know, I invited Chris to do this, I, would you like to go too? I know you're sensitive, I just wanted to invite you, which really does a funny way to say it to somebody, especially because I wasn't kidding. I'm like, I know you're sensitive, so if you want to, so he goes, so I just call him Sensitive now. So that's his new nickname, we reference him as Sensitive. Okay. Was that okay? All right, so that's that. Going back to the, uh, yeah, like you try that cool. You ever have something happen in your life, and, and it's cool, and you want to talk about it, but you can't let everyone know you're talking about it. You know what I mean? Because then it looks crazy. Like, you know, like, for instance, let's say that pot with Prince story. I probably talked about that the next day. I didn't talk about it for a year to come, but I did mention it to a few people. <laughs> right. And then, But it's all right if I mention it to you casually, like, oh, is it the uh, thing? You know, you put it in its perspective. You're not like, you won't fucking believe what happened. That's a little too much. 
had a fun last night night last night at the Soho. Yeah, I was outside, Prince. That was sort of cool that happened. You moved past it. You don't you know you but then if you walked out of the room and heard me on the phone, like you're like, Oh, he just told me that Yeah, Prince was there, we were smoking pot. Then cut to like me in the car on the phone. Oh yeah, Prince. Well Prince, I think he asked for my number. I was so high I forgot. You know, it just goes it's ridiculously. Cut so. to uh, you know what, let me get off. I think that's Prince on the other yeah. line. <laughs> Let me call you right back. I think that's Prince calling. Anyway, you know what? I didn't know he was black. So that was a... <laughs> hey Um So anyway, welcome back. I'm going to start. I'm going to try to go in order here. Our, like I said, our guest is Andy Kindler. Um, so um, we met some nice people over the uh, weekend when we were at the Dallas Improv, which they... Man, did I have fun there. They just go out of their way to make sure it's just everything is so great. And I loved everybody there. And as always, you meet people that listen to the podcast. And, um, yeah, they end up being nice people, I guess, because I guess you have a lot in common with them. So you would think, well, you can meet people that liked your stand-up show, and that's always nice when people like your stand-up show. Obviously it is. People think you're funny. It's it's a compliment. But there is a different connection with the podcast audience. Um, so Scott Hines brought to the show, nicest guy in the world, came with some friends, and he brought a gum and a cookie. <laughs> he brought a pack of gum and, a, and two cookies, and I ate them both right in front of him. So, and then, uh, so thank you, Scott Hines. Couldn't a nice guy, just good positive feedback, which I need to hear sometimes. You know, I, I was, I, I, well, hopefully, you know, the audience always means something to you, but I would guess, like, as the longer you're doing it, you know, maybe I said I said to him, I said, well, maybe when I'm as big as Howard Stern or something like that, you don't care as much. But right now, I said I really appreciate the input. That made it look like if I was as big as Howard Stern, I wouldn't. But uh, I wish I could erase this whole podcast right now. <laughs> All right. So uh, so anyway, he was very nice. And then there was another guy. Um, he said, "My friends in the bathroom, Daniel, are you shitting me? No, no, no. What am I, what am I doing? Do you, having, really want, do you really not know what I'm but, doing? But no, no. But we're gonna have this. This is what's great about this show or any show like this. God, is it so much better to be able to be in the moment, even if it means interrupting something I was probably interrupting." You're, I don't know what you're doing, but if you're, when you tell me what you were doing, it doesn't matter. It's what I don't know you're doing. Like if you go right now, oh, well, a rapist just drove by that, and I, uh, that raped my mom 10 years ago, and I recognized the car. I was taking a picture of the license plate, so maybe I was doing something fucking necessary. It's sort of what, it looks like the information you want to throw my way. You're like, do you know? Do you know what I was doing? No, that's the confusion. I don't doubt. Well, let me ask you what you were doing. I was, I was just taking pictures of everybody at the table for... No, you were completely nice. turned around. Todd, at you saw me take a picture of you. Then I took a picture of you and Chris, I didn't see Then it. Katie. Then uh, I took a picture over here. And then I took a picture of everybody here. And then that's when you come. Like, you didn't see me do that? I was, I was playing just, this in the background nice. so it seems better when we argue. It doesn't seem bad. I just no, thought like, that off. You, that's you, not you'd good. give that's me like nice. a 15-second professional right. leeway. You're right. Okay, I'll stop talking. You know, when you're right, you're right, because I didn't notice. I thought you were just taking pictures of cars. Well, I heard a car start up downstairs that they're moving out of the building. Oh, I had the, that's also me. Yeah, I did that really quick. No, I didn't think you did that. I thought you liked it, and as it was leaving, you wanted to take a video of them pulling it out of here. Oh, wow. You were really off. How I was you completely dis- disconnected? off. I was completely off. You know, if you're off all the time and you apologize, eventually the apology won't do anything, but I think I'm fair on the show that you're right. That was totally unnecessary. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> You agree that you agree that you should accept my apology. Okay. So anyway, so sensitive's over there. Chris had a nice vacation. Katie said she didn't have a vacation. She goes, "Well, I was with my family. That's not a vacation." 
which is sort of true. I mean, you love your family, but it's never. Hey, let me tell you, who gets, you know, who's around their family feeling rested and relaxed after it? I, I had my, I had some family over, and all I knew is one of my, somebody in my family, I won't mention their name, like they don't know who it is. Um, and it wasn't even that. It was also a friend of a friend's, like, sort of like, I have, like, real cousins, and then I have fake cousins. Like, I've known them so long that they're like family. Well, some people wanted to bring their dog, and then some other people wanted to bring their dog. So you know what I did? I rented an RV. Daniel, you saw it, right? Yes. And uh, there was an RV outside of my house, and I let some people stay in there. It was yes. great. And it was full of dogs. By the way, it's a great way to have a, a Christmas. Uh, like, I want to have all my family over. I do really want all my family to visit. I would like all my family to visit California once and stay, not at my house, but, like, we can wake up and have coffee. So I thought it's also a good idea for Off business. The property. Yeah, rent a, uh, rent a guest house. Uh-huh. So basically what I did is I have a big RV parked outside of my house. Uh, you could, I could even put two out there. And that way they're in there. They have their own space, but they come in the morning for breakfast. They have dinner, but they have their own space, and they spend, like, a week in L.A. I would love that. I would love to wake up and, you know, just have that type of, you know, anyway. I know my sister-in-law, Merrill, listens, so get on it. People are said they're going to Dave's Barbershop in Philly. Two people went in already to get their hair cut. I haven't, Merrill just tweeted it to me. Dave's Barbershop in Center City, Philadelphia. So anyway, um, so I had a good time at, uh, I had a good time at, uh, for Christmas. It was fun, and you were over. It was fun, right? Mm-hmm. Did you have a good time? I had a great time. Why don't you talk into the mic? I'm letting you rip through your stuff. No, I didn't say. I, oh, you're right. Well, I said if I was on a roll. This yeah. is not a roll. Russell Miller. <laughs> Russell Miller. Russell Miller. He said he was in the hospital and the show got him through it. That's what we fucking do for people. What did he have? What did he, he, he was working as a tree trimmer and a thousand pound log got dropped on his back and leg. Are you? Oh, do we have the footage? Yes. Oh, uh, that's him. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, he fell down. He fell down. Oh, those people are running over there. Someone, someone, is, is someone handing him an iPod? Okay. Okay. First of all, somebody's gotta turn off the saw. Why is that still? Th- all right, forget. All right, then we did that for you, Russell Miller. That bit. And uh, and then also Hector. So we got that. Now back to... Did we look up that sound effect just for Russell Russell Miller? No, I didn't even... I I turned to him and I... Wait, you're ruining the theater of the mind. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Rory did apologize over the weekend. So anyway. <laughs> so um, now back just to let you know uh, that I'm, you know, driving this train here. Um, whatever you call it, uh, the other person that we met in Dallas that was very nice, the guy goes, hey, my friend's a big fan of the show. He's in the bathroom right now. And is there any way you could, like, uh, you know, wait, wait will, will you be here in a minute when he comes out? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I hang out over here the rest of the show, you know, near, as, as, uh, near the sound booth. Right in the path as people leave, I set right up. <laughs> and uh, so, so, I ran, so I ran to uh, the sound guy, and I said, hey, Google, because he goes, my friend loves that song, You Make My Pants Want to Get Up and Dance. He can't stop singing it. So I ran to the sound, and I'm like, can you get up, You Make My Pants Want to Get Up and Dance? A little off-putting to a sound man when he doesn't know what you're, you're asking me if my pants? I don't understand what you're saying. So he, he YouTubed it. Took him 15 seconds. He starts blaring it, and then he cranks it in the bathroom. So this guy comes out of the bathroom laughing because he's like, they're playing. You make my pants want to get up and dance. We bring happiness to people. That's what I do. <laughs> One kid's in the hospital. He's sick. He gets his foot cut off or from a chainsaw. And then, you know, uh, what, what happened to him? He, he's fine. 
No, he said uh, he had a dislocated and broken left hip, tears in his right shoulder. That's worse. And several spinal chips that will hurt but will not cause any lasting That's problems. worse. Spinal chips? Hold on. Yeah. Tor- <laughs> well, wait, why is that chainsaw still going off in the hospital room? Well, the people, they can't. You know, what, what if he woke up the next day and they were trimming trees outside his hospital room? Oh, and he has a nervous breakdown. And he's like, that's really cool. <laughs> Guys, come on. Wait, he's in the Thank hospital. You. He's in the hospital. He's barely holding on to life, right? Yeah. Okay, and he's, but he's fine. Yeah. Hope this is all right to do. Give, give me the beep again. His mom's around him. Everything's going to be fine, and he, they just have him on enough. They've just. Uh, Are you going to wake up? Why don't you be, you wake up, I'll be the doctor. You're just waking and up. And then I hear the thing. chainsaw outside the window? Yeah. Okay. Just hit it. Chris, hit it whenever you, if you think it's funny. No, what is, no, don't put the music. Okay, ready, go. He's trying stuff. I like it. Don't ever reprimand him. No, don't I'm you sorry. reprimand I'm Chris. directing. Wait, not, not, yet, not, yet. Early. not yet, not yet. Wait till, wait till Daniel gives you the other link. Okay, go ahead. Doctor. <laughs> oh, my God. So, what happened? How are you? Are you okay? How, how do you feel? I don't remember anything. I guess that's a good thing. Okay. Well, first of all, remember, remember, do not. It's very important that you stay calm. You were in an accident. No, no, I'm calm. I just with don't a chainsaw. know. Chainsaw. Oh, okay. Oh, what the oh, fuck my. are they doing? Shut that off! Yeah. Shut it off! Okay, sir, calm down. <laughs> all right, I'm, 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 uh, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, and we're the bailouts. <laughs> all right, I was all right. I probably could have taken it further, but I got a little. Confu- I got a you little. Got a lot to rip. I got through. a lot to rip through. But I like it. I always like when we do bits, so it's fun. Sensitive, you're all right over there? Okay. <laughs> um. And now, here's the lovable Norm MacDonald for Audible.com. Audible.com makes it easy to stay well informed. Norm, have you heard of Audible? On your reading. Yes, they should monetize. They're good, right? Yeah, Audible.com. I guess Norm MacDonald is like one of their spokespeople now. Who gives, who gives Audible.com more love? That and Sharpie. I've sent those two corporations more than love. They need to jump on the tie glass train, as they say, right now. There's got to be some executive over there going, no, no, they're playing you. They're... And you know the thing about it? I like both of them. The Sharpie. Who doesn't have a Sharpie? What does it say right here to George Carlin? What's in my hand? It says a Sharpie. Right, a, it is a Sharpie. I have a red Sharpie. Yes. I, have all the, I have the thick red. I, have, I, have a, I love them. I love Sharpie. Exp- you know, do they, are there, is there a slogan, express yourself? It should be. You want to hold that up for the, so people at home can see? We take a picture. We put it online. Okay, so hold on. Hold on. Um, so uh, Sharpie, Google, uh, what's it called? Um, Twitter Sharpie. Okay, that's what I want you to do. I want you to Twitter Sharpie, say, t- you know, and then Twitter HGTV. I'm talking every effing person, every fucking person. HGTV, I'm mentioning them on shows. Okay, that's enough. Oh yeah, yeah. What are you doing? doing oh, you're doing video. Doing video I didn't know what you were doing. I thought you were trying to eat your camera. Sizzle <laughs> real. Made no sense. What are we trying to sell the show to the networks? All right, listen, Paul Tompkins. I got to call later. He wants to, Paul. Look, I might have to call you. Call. I want you to do the show. So can you just can we just do this right now on the air or whatever you call this? I don't know what to call this. Is it on the air? You can say on the air. Thank you. Yeah. I'm tired of fucking doing this shit. <laughs> this show, it's fucking over. <laughs> All right, let me get through everything. I knew you knew. I knew you. Yeah, the old. This show sucks. I'm just going to drop it. And then you say the old. Oh, my God. You know. Oh, what? You, you say you, it's got, like, you guys already talked to him? It's like a bit in my act. It's like when you say something sarcastically and then your friends just should do, make it like it's positive. Like, you know what? I just, this show sucks and no one listens. I'm just fucking going to stop it. I'd be doing everyone a favor. 
All right, Daniel. You you got lost, didn't you? No, no. I yes. Uh, you I knew you knew, but I was just trying yeah, to let me, make let me it show you go a it. new way. Go a new way with it. I was trying to. Can I show you? Can I show you how a bit is done? Okay. Do you could say that. Okay. Uh, the show just. As a matter of fact, not only I, I don't gonna, hold on, hold anymore, on. And, not only am I going to show you how this bit's done, I'm going to take this bit. And I'm going to fucking drive it into your head with a fucking bat. That's how good I'll do it okay, to show you. Ahead. You didn't know where you were at, but do it. Set me up right. I'm doing it. Okay, go ahead. Oh, Give it just I, a I self- don't know if I can do it. I don't know. This show is just. I don't feel like it's making a difference, and it's not what I wanted to do initially, anyway. So. You know oh my what? God! That's exactly what everyone here was saying yesterday, and we thought we didn't know how to tell you. You knew already. You, you what? Well, there's you don't have, there's no more at the end you know uh, <laughs> you have to, all right here we go so here's here's where I'm gonna um if you if you turn on if you uh, go on YouTube put in uh, Preston and Steve WMMR uh, they picked me up at my house in an ambulance one morning and someone and it's on it's on the YouTube you can see it and it's <laughs> it's the, I had no idea like they knocked on my door at seven in the morning I thought a car was coming to get me I go outside there's an ambulance and I and they take me to this to the Subaru plant where I do a live show, and you could see they're pulling me out of the ambulance. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. And then, um, okay, so there's that. And then we also, uh, we went to, uh, tell them about when you went to Starbucks and, and, and you saw Eddie Murphy in there, and then what happened with that girl? So I was, um, I was at this coffee bean. I don't mean to correct you. And I saw this is the quick version. And Eddie Murphy was getting <laughs> You're getting so comfortable over there. I'm getting nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Dim the light. Yeah. Someone needs some background music. Anyway, I saw Eddie Murphy getting back in his car with, with whatever he had in his hand. So I went up, and it was empty, and it was just the two girls behind the counter. And and I said to the I got my coffee, and I said to the girl, one girl, what does Eddie Murphy get? And she goes, Oh my God! Well, he gets uh, chocolate with the thing, and blah 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 blah. And then the other girl puts her hand on her shoulder and goes. Maybe you shouldn't tell customers what other people get, especially celebrities, because it's like, you know, their privacy. And they got really awkward. And she goes, oh, my God, I, I oh, I didn't know. And then it, it was really uncomfortable. You know, I'm standing right there. It's an empty store. Right, then, to correct then, you, right. Yeah. And then I go, you know what? You might be right, but I think you made a huge mistake because you corrected her in front of me, which makes you just as wrong as her. And then instantly that girl realizes, and she goes, oh, my God, Stacy, I'm so sorry. She goes, no, it's okay. And then like a hug, and they're like, no, I apologize. I shouldn't have done that. And I was like, see, we all fucked up. Right. <laughs> and so, then I walked away. So and I fucked both of them. <laughs> you know, I, know, I do that when I'm – you you got – It was just a story, and then it didn't end no, it's in like fine. a big comedic punchline. It, it ends – I have something to talk about about it. Oh, okay. Okay. So um, – did you phone them? No. <laughs> um, so, so I when he told me that, I always think yeah, you do have to defend somebody. Whenever anybody corrects anybody really rudely, and apparently in front of everybody, you have to correct them. You know, you have to you have to correct the other person because you have to give in your them their case, dignity. Back. You, yeah, if you give them their dignity back, and uh, we, what Katie, what are you doing writing a novel? Um, you notice that very much. <laughs> what are you, what are you doing over there? I had there, to respond to a work email. Right I before. knew it was something more than. <laughs> My, I well, feel this the is energy. Work too, but it was like I know, I know. It is hard though. What is it? Tonight, how so. much of that? Be honest with me. How much of that is me, and then how much of it is normal? Because you might go, well, it's a normal, but Todd's a very sensitive. Is any amount of it, honestly, is any amount of it like if somebody's like, let's say somebody's at the table. Now, the Katie, by the way, in all fairness, just so you know, I could give a shit. You, you, if you did it every show, I would. But like, but then I think like, sh- I should be able to have things going on around me. 
But well, you're hyper vigilant. You just notice everything going on around you. Nothing wrong with that. Not only does she not ever do it, but when she does it once, she even does. She doesn't throw me under the bus. She makes me sound like I'm normal with the with big words. It <laughs> makes it sound like like no, there's totally a reason. Like there, what was the word you just said? Hyper vigilant. I'm hyper vigilant. You know what? And the opposite. Well, that's not necessarily normal. Shut up. You think our she listeners said, she know? Still said you think these fucking idiot listeners know? Oh, shh. <laughs> what if we just lost two they listeners? Can't hear, they can't hear. <laughs> That's bullshit. Whisper. He calls us fucking idiots. I gave him a gum and a cookie. Um, so anyway, going back, going back. Uh, what was I just talking talking about? You have to give them their dignity. Back. We have to give them their dignity back. And and in that case, you're even driving me nuts with your water. Like you're 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 hugging it. And why don't you just fuck your water and get it <laughs> over with? So one time I was on a cruise ship, and uh, same thing happened. Uh, there was a. Uh, there was um, a woman on there, and she. I asked her how much to tip because I'd been on the cruise for a while. And uh, I know they're not supposed to tell customers what to tip, but I'd been on there before doing stand-up, and uh, uh, I thought it was safe to ask her. I knew she could tell me sort of as a friend, you know. Mm-hmm. And the other bigger person walked over and goes, uh, whatever her name was, Karen, mm-hmm. whatever. Oh, we don't tell people how much they can tip. And, you know, it's like... She got off on doing that, and, and, and I really meant what I was saying. You know, I said, well, and by the way, in your case, that person had the opportunity to realize they just made a mistake. So you're not trying to, you know, you're not trying to corner someone into, you know, they, they, can, they have the opportunity to go, oh, my God, and then you don't care either because you just realize it was a nice person that just had a lapse of judgment. Right. When they're given that chance to prove whether they just had a lapse of judgment or they just fucking love to correct people. Right. So she goes, you don't tell people what to tip. And I said, I said, look, I don't mean to be a jerk, but I'm sure no one knows the rules better than you. But you really shouldn't tell her that in front of me. That makes me feel bad. And it legitimately does. It's not like I'm trying. I'm, I'm giving her shit, but it's legitimate shit. It does make me feel crappy to watch an employee get yelled at. I don't want to be a part of that. And she, instead of doing what your person did, it went, you know what? You got, she went, she started to quote the rules. And I went, you know the way I did it. I went, listen, I said that. I go, this is not a conversation about the rules because I'd be out of my goddamn mind. I said, out of my mind, if I thought I knew the rules better than you. And seriously, there's no sarcasm. I don't know the rules at all. You know the rules. I don't know anything about the rules. It's about doing it in front of me. This person was so fucking hung up. The more they kept proving that they wanted to yell at the person is the more that they don't give because they don't give a fuck about the customer. It had nothing to do with the customer, and she proved it slowly but surely by just she – it pained her to have to look at me with any amount of sincerity and go, what your person did from her heart. And did she? No. She finally went, I am sorry. Like, you know, this is 15 years ago, probably longer, so you forget. But it was – the, the best she could meister up was, uh, okay, well, I am sorry if that made you uncomfortable. Now, once they do that, I'm sorry if that made you uncomfortable, you can't go, no, 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 don't make it look like I'm – no, you just got to accept that. Apology. So I did. But the other girl, obviously, later, when she could, you know, when no one was around, she goes, thank you, like, spared her soul. Oh, thank you so much. I'm like, yeah, you know, that I didn't, I didn't like her doing that. So. Can, I, can I ask you a question about that? Yes. It was a long time ago, so if it's every detail. But, well, it's not every detail, but like a minor detail. I don't know if you remember it. Mm-hmm. Did you fuck that shit? We'll take a break. We'll be right back right after this, and we'll tell you the rest of this story. Back. <laughs> oh, what are you doing? Oh, okay. All right, we'll just we'll we'll just chop this down, but you can play it. I wasn't really going to take a break. Are we on a break now? Uh, yeah. Oh, we are. 
Uh, well, he just went to the. I guess we don't have to be. No, we can come back. Okay, let's come back. Okay, yeah. we're back. Okay, we're back. Did they hear all that? Yeah. I can Where are you going? In. No! Get the fuck out of here! Oh my god! Am I freaking out because I'm high, or is it like just some, you know, just. Why, why, why is that? Because it's just, I don't know. It just seems like everything's all, it's just like one person over there, then you're running over and getting food, and then I ask you to eat, and you're eating. No, I think I'm right. I think I'm going to not edit this. I think I'm right. I think you got to focus a little. Okay. Right? No, no, no. I'm not asking right. Stop it. I'm not asking right. If somebody went to the bathroom, that's one thing. You lose one person. I realize, okay, somebody has to pee. They have to pee. But then you're over there grabbing snacks. It's like, right. I need you to focus. I go to talk. You got a mouthful of food. Okay. Defend yourself. You're, you're equal. It's not like there's no hierarchy. Well, I'm, you know, it's, it's your show. I don't, I don't want to. You are hyper vigilant, I guess. Somebody said we're taking a break. I get up to get no, a pretzel. No, then after I said then no, said, no, I get up not. to take a pretzel, and then, like, at some point, you got to give me some. If, if that was a. The, the, Why now, don't know. This is now a 30 second, maybe a minute thing, as opposed to a thing that was, did not have to be a thing. Right. But it's all right. Let's go. It's, it's, maybe it's the no, collective. What do you? What, what no, else? No, what no, else do you have no, to no, get? No, through? no, 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 no. Come on. We no, I get, you, gotta, you have a lot on your list. We have silence. No, look, look how much you have on your list. No, it's all could be silent. Maybe emails. Let's, let's get it. Let's slip. No, let's no, no, no. Rip, hold on. I'm let's sticking. rip through some emails. What do you think is going to happen tomorrow when you think? Who's going to think and go? Yeah, there wasn't there a lot of other things going on. No, really. Chris got up to go to the bathroom, and I got up to get a cookie. Or whatever it is, you change it every time—a pretzel, a cookie. Well, it was a—it was a piece of dried fruit. That's I a lot harder to get out than a thing. Look, these are the moments when I say, first thing I want to do is edit it. I want to edit <laughs> it out because you know, oh, what if I was just a little bit spaced and I got a little bit hyper vigilant? <laughs> now I feel like everyone's staring at me. Well, that's what happens when you demand everyone's full attention. That's good. <laughs> Look at sensitive over there; he's doing it perfect. Okay, so. I don't know if. Um, Okay, good. So we, so we, um... How about some emails? Yeah, hold on. I want to go through some other stuff, too. We're, we're, it's just, it's what it is, you know. Um, so we get to the airport. Oh, no. <laughs> I found the puppy. There's so much to talk about. What? <laughs> I did. I found that Someone gave me a, well, they, they were walking around with it. It was like six weeks old. We'll talk about that next. So we're at the airport. And uh, we get there an hour and a half early. This is to go to Dallas. We did smoke a little pot in the car uh, on the way over. Someone asked me that later. They go, were you high? And I said, no, because I feel like they wanted to just, you know, oh, no wonder you're high. But then I thought we were high. <laughs> and I thought, that's why it happened. We never realized that when it happened. I never realized it until I'm just that's telling true. you right now. That is true. So we decide we're going to, uh, the pizza kitchen or whatever we it's We got called. to the airport an hour and a half. Hour and a half flight. early. And it was no lines. Everything was great. We decided to go eat. Cut two. It's quarter of, and we're still eating a pizza and stuff in this. Re- in this, what's it called? Uh, California Pizza Kitchen. California Pizza Kitchen. And Daniel goes. In all fairness to Daniel, he does say, "Hey, I, you know, maybe we should head down towards the gate." I was the one. I don't know how I ever convinced you it was more your fault because uh, the more I think about it, I, uh, comedically, you did. I don't think it's. Oh, right, right. I think we're both responsible. So, so, um, so he says, "Let's go," and I said, "Well, we have time. You know, we have our bags." I checked a bag on the flight. Oh God, the rigmarole we went through to get some pot on that plane. <laughs> I was so nervous. So I go, Daniel, you can put it in my bag, but you got to check it because I am not. You know, if if something happens, not even carry on stuff, just below. I don't even. You know why? Because. Even if they slow you up, they're not going to throw you in jail. I get it. But, and I know well, I just paid my, the ticket for pot possession on right. the plane. And all my friends bring it on the plane. So, but I still didn't want to take a chance. So um, we get to the airport. 
And I said, all right, I'll check it if you pay for it. Yeah, which, of course, it's my bag. So, uh, so anyway, but anyway, then we go upstairs. We're eating. It's quarter of. And uh, Daniel goes, we should head to the gate. I go, we're all right because we have a checked bag. They're n- and after 9-11, they don't like to take off when you've got a checked bag. They've got to yank the bag off. Why, are you, why is your bag on the plane but you're not anything? So that's why they do a lot more heavy paging. It's not necessarily that they care that if you miss your flight. But there's been times, especially right at, you know, closer to 9-11, the more they were doing it. Like, you know, they could have paid you and it was like a minute after. They'd paid because it's a lot easier to wait a minute than go in there and yank a bag off. So we thought they're fine. So we get to the gate, and it's like seven um, – well, we think it's ten of, but it's seven minutes of. And the door is shut. <laughs> and I go, oh, God, hey, are they, are they haven't even boarded yet. I'm like, oh, my God, I knew we rushed up here for nothing because they didn't even board yet. The door was still shut. So I asked someone, hey, is, are you going to Dallas, all the people waiting? They're like, no, that plane left. And your heart <laughs> – oh, my God. Because, you know – There was a moment of disbelief. There was a moment, yeah. Left. I'm like, what? What? So anyway, I go to the uh, I run to the other thing and I go they go I think it's I think yeah, I think that that gate is that uh, door is shut, the airplane door is shut and the the door to the jetway was shut. All of a sudden a guy comes out of the jetway door. Not the plane door, but obviously, you know, the jetway door, the part that meets the airport. I guess everyone knows that. And and uh, he goes um and Daniel, don't worry at this point of the story it, it, that I end it by, you know, obviously showing that uh, we all have the ability to I try to, in the beginning I, th- I thought of how I could, we could have gotten on on, on the plane, Oh, hold on, hold way. on. But let's get okay. through it. In the beginning I, I I make it sound like I'm the teacher and Daniel's the student, but at the end if you if I can tilt the story, is that what they call it? You're, you're, you're leaning towards, you know, you're saying what the end is. I, I fuck yeah. up in another situation just as bad or worse than Daniel. So Daniel goes to start to back at that. When the person, you know, I go, oh, is there any way? He goes, no, the door's shut. The door is shut on the plane. Now, whether it was or it wasn't, you never know. But you're like, it's hard to see the plane out there and knowing a minute ago and knowing you're always on a plane and it never takes off. It's just going to sit there for another five minutes even if the door is shut. So it's worth even if that door is shut but the plane is there. You could open it back up. But nevertheless, everybody else, it's so hard to realize it's your fault when you are in the shittiest situation. But for some reason in this situation, I rose to – I thought, you know, you could go, yeah, but the guy wasn't sensitive. And even then I defended him. I said, you know what happens, Daniel. They're sensitive, and then people still shit all over them. So they just come at it from a very cold place sometimes, especially if they've been working there 15 years. Maybe a newer person, you know, hasn't, you know, so you get a new person maybe. And some people manage to work through their whole lives and be nice. I'm just saying it's hard when people yell at you when it's not your fault. So they get a thick skin. So I sort of tell the short version of Daniel. And he goes, yeah, but I go, Daniel, no. I go, when you, you want to go through life like that, wrong and cocky? You know, just, you, 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 he goes, and you know, I will give Daniel major credit. Like, sometimes I do feel sometimes like, you know, like, I'm a little hard on him. Like, Daniel, you shouldn't do that. Why are you doing it? Don't blow your nose at the table. But he always accepts it graciously. Uh, he always is cool about it. Unless you heard what you just heard about the cookies and he defended himself. So I'm going to let him off the hook for those cookies. He had a moment of craziness. I throw it back your way. So anyway, so he goes, yeah, you're right. He goes, no, 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 no. He goes, I'm glad, you know, and he, I, I'd rather be told. I don't want to be that person. So then we go uh, decide to. Uh, Long story short. <laughs> no, it's all right. It's a good story, I think. So anyway, um, Daniel says, I'm going to go deal with this at customer service. I go, Daniel. He goes, believe me, I have it all under control. And he goes, what if I come back in handcuffs? Like cut to just him being dragged out of the airport. You motherfucker. <laughs> you know? I, you fuck Delta. So anyway, Daniel, and by the way, I think he's genuine. I know he's genuine with what, he, with what I'm about to tell you he did because 
this woman that helped us was kind, but we were, he was just fluffing it up a little. So all of a sudden I hear Daniel, he calls me because I'm staying in where we were hanging out with all the luggage and it was just easier for me to sit with three pieces of luggage while he went to customer service. And he, and I hear him, he's, he goes, Hey Todd, it's Daniel. He goes, uh, you got a sweetheart helping me over here. She's so nice. I should say she was an older, uh, elderly yeah. lady. And he goes, Oh, and he was just being so, and she was, so she got us out of there on a flight that had to go through Houston. She was very nice and very sweet, and she got us out of there on a flight that went through Houston. And then and we, we get got there that night. Yeah, and we got there that night, and uh, and then we get to the uh, Marriott, and um, I don't think I'm ever rushing to a show. I always go in the day before, but there's a show going on at the Improv. They wanted me to close it out. I didn't have to, but you know I wanted to. So we get into the hotel, and they don't have. Uh, I go, can I have a, I'm with the improv. Sometimes they just have it under improv. You don't even say your name. You just say improv and they pull your name up. It's just easier. Sometimes, just the way I do it sometimes. And uh, she gives me a key to a room. Takes her a while. She's new. But with as much as I am running late, I'm, I'm, I, take, I take my own advice. You know, I'm nice. Like she, Inside, I'm like, get the, are you fucking shitting me? But outside, you know, hey, you have a decency you have to have. And uh, so I, um, you know, I just, I'm, I'm calm. I go, you know, so she takes forever, finally gets me a key, gives me the room, gives me the key to the room. I go down there. I open the door. There's somebody in the room, or at least it's being used. The rollaway bed is undone. It's a mess in there. So I go back, and I said, Still, still, and I'm walking down the hallway. I go, are you fucking shitting me? I, I got my room really quick yeah. and, and left. Yeah, he got his room really quick. I said, are you fucking shitting me walking down the hallway? You know, but then when I get back, this is after it took her a long time, finally got a key. Now I'm heading back because <laughs> someone's in the room. At this point, I have escalated, but I still manage to, once I get to her, I'm proud of the way I act. It's like, it's still, it's, it's not her fault. You're late and she's new. And I, so you, you hide everything, you know, and you go, I go, oh, there's somebody in that room. She goes, that's the improv room. Well, she thought when, when you pull up improv on, on any given weekend, there could be four people staying in there. You know, they have two from, from this case, they had a competition the night before. So they had two comedians from that. And then you could have the headliner, you could have the middle, sometimes an opener, depends who's traveling. Um, she goes, oh, yeah, that's the improv room. She, she thought we all stayed in one room. But, of course, I'm, you know, I'm like, no, 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 we all have our own room. That's probably a comedian that, I guess, and I'm right, that might be uh, over there already, hanging over from next week or something. Now, my name's Todd Glass. She goes, oh, can I call my manager? And I'm like, at this point, it's showing. <laughs> and I go, but, but I think it's all right because I go, listen, I go, I lectured him all day about like not being short with people. I go, and I feel bad because I feel like I'm coming unglued and it's not your fault. So please just forgive me. She goes, oh, I go, I, yeah, I do. You, you, you're, you already gave me a room so you know you're allowed. So why don't you just put me in another room? Uh, you know, I'm sure, all you have to do is tell your management. It's not like, hey, he wasn't allowed to have a room. You knew I was allowed to have a room. I'm sure you would. I'm sure if you told them, think about it. Yeah, the room I gave them was dirty. Uh, would it? Would they rather hear? So I just sent them to another hotel. We didn't have a room for them. Or would they rather hear? Yeah, the room was dirty. We sh- I shuffled them into another room. Doesn't that? You know, that makes sense, right? And she seems to be all right. And she sits there, and I'm telling you, she clicks at that computer for. I don't want to exaggerate because if I exaggerate one second, it fucks my story up. A minute. Click, 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 click. After all that clicking, she goes, can I call my manager? I think I'd feel more comfortable. And I go, oh. So I go, oh. And I go, no, no, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. And then she comes back because the manager's not answering. She goes, I don't know what to do. I said, 
listen, they have an account with the improv. Will you just – and we talk. uh, At this point, I'm getting a little nervous. It is getting a little long. But we go past some things, and finally, I think she's going to give me a room. And then she goes, I'll give you a room, but I need need to charge you for the room. I went – Whatever you got to do, do it. It's all right at this point, but I don't understand. I just, well, you know, you just give me a room. I want to get in there. I blow up, and then I instantly feel horrible. I go, oh, my God. I go, can you give me your hand? Just because I want to have a human contact. But then as I'm doing that, I realize that's freaky. You know, give me your hand because I just want to press it between my hands and go, I'm sorry. Like, that's so, you know, then she thought I was going to rape her, and her hands were so sweaty. I mean, dripping in sweat, and that's how bad I felt. What if we said to that guy? (laughs) Nothing could help that story. Uh, No, it's a a great lesson. It's very, you know, a a very cyclical, comedic thing. You know, started a day with you lecturing me, and then it ends with you. Are you shitting me? Just give me the room. Yeah. Just come on. What if I said to that guy, it comes comes out of the gate. Well, I paged you three, four. You're right. You're right. And let me just say some of the things that made him an asshole in my mind. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. I could still be wrong, and he could be an asshole, right? Uh, yeah, although there's no doubt that he didn't have any uh, – and, and, and I defend you here. I, I'm defending the employees that get cold-hearted because I get why. Because you saw the, the woman no, that the, helped it, us it, a, a half hour later. She probably worked there just as long. So is it possible to have a lot of people be mean to you and still rise and be some, and have a little warmth? Yes, you are right. He, you are right yes. with that. But, but He's still, probably you been rude to so many yeah. times. And you, but he, you he don't want to – my point is you don't want to mirror that behavior. But I get what you're saying. Go ahead. And he goes, well, I've paged you. I've paged you. And it's like I've traveled. You know, Todd, you've been flying for 20 years. I've been flying for a long time. High, a lot of it. And, you know, I have been paged. Sometimes they, you know, have a very unique last name. It it gets fucked up. I always, whenever I've been that late, I've heard the page I've gotten there. Maybe we didn't. Whatever. Maybe there was music at the bar. My point is, what if I said, well, you got to get my bag off the flight. This, uh, I've been traveling. There's, the only medicine I have left is in that bag. If I, if mm-hmm. I don't take that, if I don't take them in five hours, five or, or between five and six hours, I go into shock. So either I have to call a doctor here or you get that bag. And I go. So you either go do that now. Now I'm tell, I'm informing you right now because it's their job. Once I tell them that's what the thing, he has to go do something. Right. Either go start that process and that's your day, or just just call them and tell them you have two more. I think I would have let you do that. I would have let you do that. By the way, that's better than the idea we had. And I think we're safe saying this because we're just saying it in some crazy way. Uh, I, I was going to say to them, well, you're not allowed to t- – I, I didn't say this, but like it's a what if. Uh, hey, uh, well, I thought they weren't allowed to take off, to be honest, because I thought what if there is a bomb on my bag? There's not. There is <laughs> not, obviously. If? But obviously there isn't one. Here you go. But um, um, uh, yeah, what if there's a bomb? And then Daniel goes – well, what did you say he would say? <laughs> Some, I don't know. Well, what if there's a bomb and the guy goes, I, he goes, well, I get, right? <laughs> there isn't. I go, well, I don't know. He goes, I get a, an, oh, that's what I was saying. If I was crazy enough and wanted to win, what would happen to me if I went, I couldn't say there's a bomb on there. But if I said to him, well, if there was a bomb on there, and then I looked at him and I went, I win, motherfucker. I'll take a night in jail Whatever's gonna happen to me right now And I realize there's people on the way I saw your radio somebody I'm about You're about to look at me When I'm handcuffed And go That fucking idiot He thought it was worth it And it wasn't I want you to know When you watch me get pulled out of here In handcuffs 
it was fucking worth it. I am totally – the only reason I would be fucked if I didn't realize I was going to get arrested. When I had five seconds to think about doing that, I know that right, I'm about right. to be arrested, and it's worth it because you fucking lose. Yeah. Aha, go go deplane that plane. Yeah, go deplane the plane. I fucking won. You didn't get to take off. But we didn't do that. The medicine thing could have worked and not gotten us uh, arrested. I think if yes. you just leaned on him enough, I just go, I, th- I just told you that. So I think what would have happened that they would have come up with some security, a security guard taking, uh, you know, once you say that to a cop, it's what is it called? An, a report? Th- yeah. yeah. <laughs> report. An incident report? I think, they, I think they'd do some research on that. No, they wouldn't. Well, we can you don't find, think he'd go, uh, We can find out. We got a trip to Portland coming up. Um. Here's something I want to deal with. It's very sensitive. I want to look at what time it is here. So we, Andy Kindler's going to be here. We've been going for 45. We're doing good. 45? There's nothing here. There's so much to talk about. Um, we, uh, this is something that I dealt with before, but I want to deal with it again. And I'm going to say it every time. By the way, the, the kindest uh, reviews that I like, I read the reviews, um, are when people say, you're all over the place. But you know what? Um, it's okay. It's all right. I like. Thank you. They're the people. Gum and a cookie. Uh, and I bet two years from now, people will be like, you know what? He's not as all over the place anymore. Maybe I will be. Only time will tell. So this guy, it's again, it's not anymore. I can't believe they wrote reviews. I get it. People want to express themselves. You might think, well, hasn't that always been my view? No, I think there were times, and me and other people. Why would they want to? Hey, people want to express themselves. I'm just trying to figure these people out. You might go, Todd, you're disguising that these people are frustrating you. No, it does frustrate me, but I don't, you know, my attitude towards it. So this guy went something about um, the show. He said that uh, 1938, Jared. Now, could this be the same Jared? The other one was 1983. Well, maybe this is different. This is 1938. He said, tell Blake Wexler, I'm paraphrasing, funny, yelling doesn't equal funny. And if I want to know any more lighting ideas, I'll go to Todd. Like, I over-talk about that. Now, I'm going to tell you one thing. First of all, Blake Wexler's funny. I can defend him more than I – for you, sir. Now, this is for – I know other people, and other people in suite, they go, Todd, you shouldn't let these people bother you. Understand from now on, it's okay. It's okay. It doesn't I, – I get it. You're saying there's a lot of people that are okay with it. I get it. I just want you to know. So, you know, I appreciate that. It's very sweet. But no, in the, in the, in the way that I'm going forward about this is more trying to figure these people out – so, uh, yes, that is funny, but that's not what I'm defending. But as far as the lighting goes, the reason th- – I want to know, like, did how did this guy even listen to one – did he like the show at a point? Like, that's why I want to have someone like him on. I am curious to know the story behind this guy. Hold on. What is he saying? His name is N-O-R-M-A-I-J-W. Now, I can't imagine that he has any passion in life, and I'll tell you why. Because people that don't give a shit about lighting – there's a lot of people that don't give a shit about lighting. They relate because they have something they're passionate about, the attention to detail. So if I don't connect with this guy by that lighting thing as much as it bothers me, that's because this guy is a pig with an ugly apartment. And that's just all I wanted to say. Send us a picture of your <laughs> place, wherever you are. If you really want to prove Todd wrong, He's not, send us pictures well, of your about the last part. Uh, house, landscape, inside out. Yeah, something creative you've done. Because l- l- an send art- us a picture of a person you're having sex with. I mean, let's really see where you're at in life. No, no, no. You know? It could be anything. It could a bank be, statement. Unless he's lying. Unless he's lying. But if he genuinely, he could lie and he could, you know, go, oh, I showed him a picture of, you know, me. and No, but you'll know in your soul. Send us a picture because I think I would connect with anyone that knows what it's like to have the atmosphere around them right. Whether you paint, 
whether you're a carpenter, you know what it's like. Of you being creative. Of you being creative. I don't care if it's an old woman and she crochets. I don't give a shit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the, last, the last line, the way I said it. So anyway, I'll probably edit that out. Oh, there's so much. Why does that? And then what's the other one? Um, there we go. Night. I'll yell. I'll, I'll talk about on the show. I'll talk about this. I'll just do what I'm doing right now. All right. The Kardashians, they finally got me. Up to now, you know my theory on oh, that. What does that mean? Well, I'm going to tell you what they did. It really fucking it got me bad. <laughs> Usually, you know my theories on those shows. Now that, you're going to, is that okay too? No, that's wrong. I was, I was maybe thought that it would lead somewhere. I was doing it. I hope the story I'm telling leads somewhere. (laughs) The Kardashians got you. I want to know how. How? Daniel, by the way, no, I just want people to know. uh, There's a there's a glass box in the middle of the room with topics, and as I'm talking about this Kardashians, Daniel's reading one of the cards. Well, I just realized something very important as I read this card. Uh, You're not going to get to tell me what it is. (laughs) Go ahead. What is it? You know that if one of your friends needed to move in for a year, Mm -hmm. who would you like it to be? Give it to me. I'll think about it. I think sensitive. <laughs> um, so how did the Kardashians get? So, you mean so, like the show? You're into the well, show? No, you know, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. Well, you know those uh, those shows. I never think of the, you know, people go, oh, they're the end of the world. No, no. They're just, just crappy TV that can suck the soul out of you, but it's easy not to watch. And when you watch it and it sucks the soul out of you, you get it. You're like, yeah, I did that to myself. That's okay. And I do that to myself sometimes. But... N- 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 but this is what finally got me. I'm, I'm somewhat comedic in that I'm saying this. They named their dog. Um, they named their dog Louis Vuitton. Now I'll tell you why. I thought about this because fucking bad comedy gets me fucking pissed off, and that's what that is. And so there's a reason. Oh, by the way, I when I first thought when I first heard that I was watching it on E. Louis Vuitton. I don't know why is that angry me. Why isn't that just a stupid? Because it's Louis Vuitton. <laughs> Get it like the bag. That's their sense of humor, and that just cracks me up. Even though it doesn't really affect me, it does. What am I supposed to do? Think of all the people that they go up to and they go, "What's your dog?" And Louis Vuitton. What do they have to do? Ha <laughs> ha. What are you supposed to do? Fake laugh? Punch them in the fucking face for their shitty attempt at humor? His name is Louis Vuitton, like the bag. It's not a luggage. It's a dog. <laughs> do people laugh? Oh, God. Yeah, did you hear that? The dog is named Louis Vuitton, honey. They're funny. I thought they were just dumb cunts, but they're funny. They're funny. It's Louis Vuitton. The dog's name is Louis. Come over here. Hold on one second. Don't go anywhere. I want to get my uh, father-in-law. Come over here. I got it. Yeah, listen, this dog's name is Louis Vuitton. Now, I'm not telling you what type of luggage they have. That's what they named their dog. So I hope, you know, I've had the worst thought of, no, I don't want to say it. All right, so there's that. The Kardashians. I want you to tweet HGTV. I asked you to do it like 30 minutes ago, and I meant do it. And Sharpie. And uh, Audible. These are three people. And here's Dimitri Martin for Audible.com. Oh. Dimitri, you've heard of Audible.com, right? Yeah, because especially because their name, it makes you listen. Dimitri is basically a sponsor for them, through us. Nobody gives more love than Audible. They need to find out about us. All right. Well, Daniel, we had fun. We, I never went there before. 
Here's another time when I corrected Daniel and I ended up being... Well, I'm not, I don't want to sell myself under the bus either. A lot of times, it's situation by situation. That's all it is. Sometimes I correct you and you're right. A friend of mine had his birthday and his family was in town and they took him to Spago, right? Mm-hmm. I never, I've never been there before. Have you, have you? No, no. So I said dress up nice-ish. And even me, mm-hmm. like I thought, like, I think that's a place you wear a suit. And I'm not like, you know, some bim fuck. I don't go to a, a lot of places around L.A., but I got pretty good style. I know, you know, okay, that's, I think that's a place. Daniel comes strolling down the street with his sneaks and a hat and a fucking. Same thing I'm wearing right now. And a backpack. I changed the story to make you yeah. look worse. And a backpack. And then um, I said, Daniel, I said dress nice. He goes, nah, I think it's all right. We open the door. Boom. Everyone's wearing exactly what he's wearing. It was fine. I don't usually get st- I don't, I don't know if we got starstruck, but I did get a little bit like, you know, you get where you, oh, my God, I guess who's sitting over on the table. And then, oh, that was great. I thought it was Barbara Boxer, but that's because I'm a sexist. But then I looked it up, and they do look a little bit alike. Gloria. Gloria. All right. Gloria All right. Is that her name? All Red. That's all what right. I thought. I thought yeah. All right was wrong. I thought All right was wrong. <laughs> um, Gloria Allred. <laughs> I don't know why I have my perception of her is. And I think when you say you haven't really studied it, like if someone I really respected told me what her, you know, what she's about, I think I would, you know, go, okay, okay. I, I, so I don't really do it with a lot of research. But my, my inkling of her is, uh, I'm sure, like again, I'm sure there's some cases where if you went to that case, you're like, no, no, that was a good thing what she did on that case. She defended a very undefended person and blah, blah, blah. But I always think of Gloria Allred. It's like the police department's firing a 500-pound girl, and she jumps in and takes the case for, uh, for sexism. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's how I just think Factism. of it. Or sex, you know, whatever. Just like you know, uh, just Basically just waiting for that's her. That's her rep, isn't it? Am I right? When you think of her, don't you I think don't of her know. as an opportunist? I thought it was, thought it was a Barbara Boxer. Uh, well, you, when you found out, it was Gloria Allred. I don't know enough about her. I God, I hate, I hate to leave you. You know, on you're the leaving ledge. me. You know, you're telling me what I need to hear, but you're saying I don't know enough about her to make any judgment. Well. She looked nice. It was funny that she, she, was, she was sitting with a person who the joke we made up because, you know, it could have been that. If you, you know, it could have been that in a comedic sense. Uh, it, it looked like she was interviewing her stunt double. Yes, there was a woman sitting with her who looked exactly she like her. Same suit. And, you like, know, almost like same gray pantsuitish. Yeah. So we made Clinton. a joke. We made a joke that she hired her because, you know, she knows that people are maybe, you know, maybe she just defended a weird case and people might, you know, be uh, angry at her or throw things at her. So she has that woman leave the restaurant first, and then they throw things at her, and then she sneaks out the back door. Ah, it, it was funny at the time. Um, so uh, that, and then Wolfgang Puck came out. That was I got I got a little excited. That was fun. He's just walking around the table, and I took it. Took it. I took a picture. I said to him, "I go. I'm not too big to take a picture." <laughs> like, well, who am I not to take a picture? What am I, some big shot? Oh, I don't want to take a picture. It would make me. But most of the time, I won't. But for some reason, then I did. It's so weird. Like I, I kind of get how chefs feel because I think like maybe in, in in a sense that's how comedians feel sometimes like compared to like other artists because it is an, a, another sort of underappreciated art form because he's as big as chefs get right yeah he's as big what's his name uh <laughs> not even a joke <laughs> um Wolfgang Puck. Uh, Wolfgang Puck was in you know the what kitchen. i'm not crazy about though he cooked, I- he cooked the meal and it was insane it was so good Anyway, and then he came out and, and, and he said hi and you took a picture and but like if 
if that was Bruce Springsteen or somebody, like he would be like cooler. He'd be like, all right, let's let's just you know. Oh, because you think you maybe subconsciously you're right. Maybe you think he might like it a little. Maybe you think he does. You think well, yeah. Why does he come out? He doesn't have to come out. Yeah, what's he, he coming come prancing out? around our table for with a brand new white smock on, looking dazzling? <laughs> yeah, he had some uh, powder on his face. Oh, I think yeah, so. He had some makeup. I said, I'll airbrush it. Don't worry. He goes. He, he's very appreciative. And um, so uh, anyway, there was that. Um, Jimmy Pardo next week. What else we did? What else did we do? You were talking about. Uh, Do you want to just break and then we can wait for Andy? Because we're already at almost an hour. He should be here in like 20 minutes. We can just take a break. Hold on one second. Let me get one or two things off off my mind. Um, this is good. People like this. <laughs> Dallas. Oh, the woman in Dallas. You think that's worth telling? She called. I knew there was something I wanted to talk about. Remember the woman in the audience that was texting the entire show? The yeah. woman that I made fun yeah, of? No, of course I remember. But then, uh, okay, go ahead. But then what, what's the, uh, what, you, do you want to talk about the overall lesson? That... Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> you want to, should I skip it? Because there's a part of it you don't know. Yeah, that she called, and the, but the lawyer? Yeah. I, she, I knew that. No, she called Alex today. No. Yeah. No. Okay, tell the story. Tell yeah, I could story. tell you were looking at me like, eh, yeah. I was like, like why are you bringing that up? He, I did not know how far it went. Call. You know, there's a woman in the audience, and she um, was texting through my whole show. Whenever I've gotten mad at people, I, I, I might have talked about this on the podcast before. I never like to, sometimes in the heat of anger, you say things like, but even if it's a, th- matter of fact, in the heat of anger, I would never call a heavy person fat, but I would call a thin person fat. It's just any words, you fat pig, or you, you know, mm-hmm. and I, that's what I feel uh, remorseful about. I always think, God, just stick to what they did. When you stick to what they did and you don't go outside the realm of even if it's an unnecessary discussion, you feel better. I do. When I wake up the next day, I think, okay, I never went there. I never, you know, I would never go to someone's religion if they were wearing a yarmulke. So don't go to their weight. Don't go to anything. Don't go to bitch. Don't go to the meanest thing I said. Maybe I'm pushing it to say that this could, you know, somewhat be even used in a, in a I was using it in a mean way, but it's, I said, you fuck face. Mm-hmm. Didn't I? Mm, something like that. Yeah, I said, you know, um, but mostly I just told her the truth. I, 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 the meanest thing I said at one point was like, I'm going to – I don't even know how fuckface came out. But, uh, but anyway. You, you laid into her periodically. Yeah, but I never said – I never show. threatened her. I never said, oh, after the show, you fucking – I never, ever. What I mostly did was uh, say um, – and and by the way, there there I am telling the version of the story. I am not changing it. If you if you if you heard a tape of it, you would never hear me go, "You fucking bitch, you c word" or any of that stuff. I just say, "Can well, I tell you the truth?" I I I said the truth. I said, "You know what really happens?" And I've said this before on stage, and I'm going to repeat it for the audience because I mean it, and it helps take the other audience members with you. I said the truth of the matter is when you see someone texting, a lot of times it might surface as anger but really what happens is our feelings are hurt does someone have a cell phone going off it surfaces as uh anger but truly your feelings are hurt. you see someone texting you know they're not having a blast at your show you know you're not taking them outside their problems of their day and um and 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 even if it's your fault or it's there you just know you're not doing it and i think that's i don't know with me i i don't know i could ask other comedians if they feel the same way but that's what i think i think there's someone not having a great time so I just said, that's said all that to her. I did say all that yes. to her. Yes. And then she kept texting. And then I went, oh, that's when I started to get, ele-, you know, you start to get elevated at your anger because you're like, God, I, she's not even, a, I, I just bared my soul to her. Like, there are, and I have seen people, when you do that, 
Stop it. Yes. That shows she didn't. that they're. She didn't. No. So anyway, one so, thing led to another, and she. They finally, kicked her out. No, no, they didn't kick her out. Oh, she just left and complained on the way, and was. She said to the doorman, "Tell him I was in. He's lucky I was in a good mood, or I wouldn't have. Because she couldn't bear to think she left the room and just had to take shit. Yeah. Did she take more shit than she deserved? I guess that's up for debate. But the but the thing is. I didn't ever, you know, she wasn't threatened. Was she also wasn't against her nature to to admit that she's wrong because that probably would mean she'd have to do it a lot, of, uh, right? Know, and a lot of. And by the way, even if she's right, think about that. I have to look at it that from per- that perspective. Let's say she's even right. I gave her too much shit. Right about what? It's not like I, th- you know, threw a cup of water at her or said I, I hope you fucking die or any of those where it gets a little bit, you know. So. But but the, there's someone here. Oh yeah yeah yeah. That's um. My oh, Jesus, this is so okay. <laughs> oh, that's, uh, Rob, Rob, can you yeah. can someone go let him in? Uh, okay, so go ahead, get yeah. to the thing. Come yeah, on, yeah, I'll get to the end real quick. So anyway, so you know, she, I just think she left, and instead of like, even if she was right, think about what you're right about. Not right, someone, uh, you know, r- stole your car. Not right, someone stole money. Right, that she didn't deserve to have me mouth off at her. That's at most what she's right about, and could have been wrong about that. But I'm going to say she's right. She couldn't leave. They do it a lot. They get home, and it it it, it just fucking makes them go fucking nuts that they might just have to go yeah someone was rude to me last night and it was a comedian it's not like it's the waiter at a restaurant who might have to swallow his pride for something like that it was somebody that is allowed to do that and i'm just it's fucking blue last night they can't let it go so what they do is they call the club and this has happened before we're gonna sue we're gonna sue but they usually let it stop there they feel good that they just said we're gonna sue then they called the club. The club gave him my manager's number. They called my manager. Uh-huh. And, the man- and so my, what happened? my manager called me today. He goes, hey, Todd, two minutes ago, I just got off the phone with him. Tell him I had the best. Look, I have a lot of fun on the road at clubs. But um, I just got done two minutes ago saying that was the best week I've ever had, I think, my entire career. I had so much fun. He, he goes, well, I just got a call that you're being sued. <laughs> so, um, so, so, you know, I told Alex, he's like, Nah, don't worry about it. He goes, you know, I just he didn't he didn't care, you know, because there's nothing. It's not a real thing. Yeah. Wait, well, what? Did, on what grounds? Who knows? They don't even know yet. Wait till she tells the lawyer. So he, even if she said, even if the, I will up it, you know, up. Even if he he said, you fucking idiot, you fuck. Well, where did he threaten you? And I think what happens is people at that time. I I would bet I'm pretty much ninety percent right. What would happen in that room with her and a lawyer? It's probably your friend at this point. It always is. You know, a lot of times at that point, they have a friend who's a lawyer. But I bet in the room, if a person realizes, oh, shit, well, like, let's say the lawyer's asking hardball questions to know whether it's worth taking. Mm-hmm. And, and she thinks she's giving fucking I, I, answers I, I, that should make that lawyer go, I got a case here. So let's say she goes, he told me to go fuck myself, which I didn't. Let me make it very clear. But I mm-hmm. bet this is what goes down <laughs> in a room. He told me to go fuck myself. And then he's fucking threatened me. How did he threaten you? And then it goes, he told me he'd fuck. They start fibbing a little. Because they realize the lawyer, they, people, aren't, people are, can be wrong but still not dumb. They realize the lawyer is just, well, he called you a fucking idiot. He told you to get the fuck out. He called you a whore. He, he, yeah, a lot of things that aren't very nice and not very decent. It sounds like a comedian that left the realm of being a, a, a wordsmith and certainly just started name-calling. Then they start lying. But what happens is when they leave, they realize, well, eventually they're going to – they lied to the lawyer in the room because they don't want to look like, oh, no, I just got name-called. And that's what – so they start fibbing. Oh, he did say he was going to punch me. But then when they get home, they realize, well, do I want to carry on this lie that I made in the room? And that the case gets dropped. I know how they're going to get you. 
Hell, she's gonna tax embezzlement. No, no, she's gonna convince the guy to go to a trial, and they're gonna put you on the stand, and then the lawyer, her, her, her attorney's gonna text through your testimony. Oh, they, until you snap at him, <laughs> you motherfucker! Put your phone away. Can't you see him? And then the jury's just gonna be in shock. Ah, oh, this guy's a monster. Yeah, they see me. They just they're text. gonna bring in a girl from from uh, from uh, San Francisco, from Davis. She's remember all oh, oh. her hair. Her, her hair cape fell out now. Oh she can't walk out of the house because she yelled at her. I'm have a class action suit against yeah, me. All, all, the, all your hecklers. Yeah, but you know who bails me out of jail? Who? All the waiters and waitresses that I <laughs> that let them breathe better. All right, so there we got that. Rob, it's good to see you. You got that, you know, the, the hair is looking good. Um, we're going to take a break, and then uh, we're going to come back with... Um... That was crazy. That was all over the place, but that's what we do. All right, everybody, you're all right. Loving the grilled cheese pictures. Loving you. It's all good. These other podcasts are fucking through when I'm done. There's going to be no more podcasts. This is a podcast goddamn war. And I'm about to release some shit that these other podcasts have been saying about the listeners. It's going to be good shit. I want to get into it. I want to have another podcast, like start having a fake battle. Uh, you know, of course, I only want to do it with someone that's, that, that, that is in on it. It could be fun. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. All right, I guess we're going to start. We should have started already. Just remember, I'm staring at you to make you feel self-conscious. During <laughs> <the whole> thing. <laughs> All right, that's how we'll come right back in on that. So you might want to mark that down, Katie. That's when we came back. All right, so I did an hour before you got here, Andy, but I'm so glad you're here because I was ranting and raving. There's a good chance that I might, the audience might never hear a lot of the first part. No, this... no, you, all unedited. Can I play it for you and tell you tell me if the you whole think, first part? Yes, to tell me if you think it's interesting. <laughs> Can you play play it fast? Wouldn't that I took be an the, Wood listening course? Wouldn't that be the worst thing to do? Your audience, like, let's say you have an audience that likes you, but the opening was boring, and then they go, "That motherfucker played it when Kindler got there." Still around if it was that boring? You That's know what I mean? They're going, I wonder if Todd's going to do a bit about how horrible the opening was. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right, so um, by the way, I want to point out one thing. This has nothing to do with anything, but I just uh, I want to get it out of the way. Some things I didn't get to clean up before you got here. Are they here. sticking in your craw? Yes, yeah, exactly. I see these people, they have 35,000 tweets, and then they have 15 followers. Like, you could just talk to those people, right? That's that. That's all I got. <laughs> just seems how many tweets? 35,000 tweets. Then I go, followers, 12. Uh, for the twelve un- people, for, not for the 12, uninitiated 000. out there, Todd is using the classic exaggeration comedic technique. No, no, I'm not. I've seen people. Okay, you're right. It was seventeen five, and they and there were eight and sixty. <laughs> <laughs> but thirty five thousand and two. You know what I'm saying? It's like a bird's heart. If you said a bird's blood pressure, well, it's like seventy five, <laughs> seventy five. I don't know if you, this bird's okay. Seventy five over one. See. I'm the bird that's going fast but getting slow. Back to you in the booth, Todd. I, I don't want the people to have perception I'm in a booth. Andy, you're, <laughs> please, very important. We'll take a oh, break. Oh, you're in a booth. I've known oh, you for many Andy, years. Andy, don't even say it jokingly because it does hurt. People don't want to think of me in a booth. <laughs> it does hurt. I used to work at a dunking competition. Um, I don't know what that meant. Um, I... Um, Daniel tried to get on the flight, and the woman, just to make her annoyed, he said this. He said he had a condition. He was just sort of, like, being uh, silly. 
She goes, what's your condition? He goes, I have to, it's a condition. It's a weird condition. It's a, I, it's a condition where I want to get on the plane early. <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't even laugh. That is but good. the other woman laughed. <laughs> she cracked up. She knew funny. It's a condition. What's the condition? It, I, it's a weird condition. I don't like to uh, board with other people. Oh, well, it's you know weird. what? Then you might want to board earlier with a condition like that. You know what I do, Todd? You know, I do what I do, okay? You, I always want to do, do, what, you do what I do. I go up and I say, I got to get on. And, uh, and the lady goes, why? I say, or, or the man. I say, look, let's just say I, li- I, li- I need a little extra time getting down the jetway. <laughs> what would they say? Let's, just, that is a little, let's, just, let's just, say just say I'm one of those guys who needs a little extra time getting down the jetway. <laughs> I don't think they would let you on. At first I did. I thought maybe they wouldn't know how to react to that. You know, like, hey, we have an opening. We, we knew, I was so excited you were coming, Andy. You know, I'm Very gonna, hard to get me. It's very hard to get me. Not like I'm doing anything. But I just don't want to leave the house. Not hey, like I'm busy. Wayne Newton won't leave the house for less than 50 grand. I'll I don't say. get on the phone unless I have a cashier's check. I don't answer phone one. I don't uh, go to door two. I don't climb into car three unless I'm uh, uh, first class, uh, business class on three cabins. I did that once. Business class on three cabins for a state college. <laughs> Man, you know what cracks me up about that? You know that all comes from somewhere. Like we've all heard that person like puffing up. Like really, they? I don't even go out. Bobby Collins, I think I heard him a year ago going, "I won't even leave the house for ten thousand. I remember thinking, "Well, you got. It. There's no way you can be leaving." <laughs> yeah, he stays in a lot. You stay, and that's. Well, sort of I right used back. to have that joke because Margaret Cho once told me, "Hey, don't mention her name." Okay, not on this show. No, I'm kidding. Um, I say that about everybody. It's a running joke. Ms. C. Shouldn't the running joke get a laugh? Now, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be right back right after this. That was Andy Kindler giving a real dig to me. We'll be back. <laughs> no, that's not. That's not. That's not a be right back. That was for the. Uh, that was for the bit. Just bear with me here for one second, okay, Andy? I shouldn't say anything. No, no, you, <laughs> you should. I we were going to do a bit where I said I bet if you set up down at the pier, okay. you know, like a street performer, and you had a PA system and a computer, and you were just good at finding songs, and the only thing you had to spend money on. By the way, I'm I'm actually serious about this. No, no, <laughs> no, I would never do this. But tell me if you think this would, if you had to guess whether this would be, yeah, as stupid as it is, it would probably draw a big group of people. You set up a PA, and then there's a sign that says the music I'm playing accompanies somebody. Guess who they are. So then if a cop drive, walks by on the pier, you play that song, or if, you know, maybe you play, you know, uh, uh, you know uh, whatever. So we picked a few songs, like, and that well, would be to, if a cop to, walks to mimic, by. To mimic, to make yeah, fun of the like, people. Like, let's say you had the song. And then people would look at it. Or if you see a black and a white a guy on a, a black girl and a white guy on a bike or whatever, right. you play Ebony and. Yeah, and if this was 1972, always, you would. <laughs> So we knew you were coming, so we wanted to do an opening song. We usually have a guy, his name is Lynn, he does jingles. But this week, uh, he wanted to do something. Uh, can you play that music for him? And this is uh, to welcome you here. It might seem cheesy, but you know what, Andy? This show is not like the other shows. That's why we're fucking doing the ratings we're doing. These other shows can suck my dick. Are you really doing, have a good ratings? <laughs> no. I, I, they're okay, but I'm kidding in that stuff, that okay, I would be, okay. be that aggressive towards others. You are kidding in the second part of it. Uh, wait, which part? Both I parts are not lies. <laughs> I'm confused now. Uh, no, I, on my aggressive. Uh, oh, the ratings are good, but I'm uh, I'm joking on my aggressiveness. I will. I think it's funny, and I said this before you got here to aggressively take on other podcasts. Like, oh yeah, like yeah, why is that necessary? Down. These fucking podcasts, like when Stern did it to the Bella. These fucking <laughs> yeah, they're fucking done. Even the movie theaters, I'm going to shut down. 
People don't need to go out to movies. Shut the fuck up. They're and done. Yeah, they're, they're done. done. Everyone's done. Hey, KABC, you're done. done. Oh, actually, they really are done. Yeah, well, they would be done even if they weren't. Yeah. Go, why don't you sing, sing a nice song for Andy? I feel like I have a puppet act. Just sing into the mic so he can hear you. Sing into the mic and give him a lot of echo. Impossible to avoid being in rhythm in this song. I could. That was accomplished. Started from the beginning. In the studio. A song that has nothing but rhythm. Has nothing going for it. A horrible song that us Jews have had to suffer with for millions of years. <laughs> like all the Jewish music. <laughs> or if it's not that, it's. <laughs> For those people who like quarter notes, if those, those people don't like who don't like a regular note, they want to hear something slid down. What? The pizza's here? With Jews, you never Hold know on. if we're going to be in tune. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to hear more of Andy's songs, and I'd like to join you with one of those Jewish songs. I think we can actually Let's make it Let's chew it up after, the, we'll after, the, after these messages you from uh, commercial? Christian Mingle. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's the way you fucking throw the commercial. they are standing in the Big ones, small ones, some as big as your head. You give them a twist of bigger the wrist, that's what the showman said. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. Every roll you throw will make me rich. That hands me wife, the idol of me life. I've got the lovely bunch of... We're back on. Oh! It's all right. It's all good. They... I'm sorry, Todd. I was at a meeting... Meeting? You were. Yeah, I was at a meeting of my uh, of my app. Con- it was an app convention. We don't we don't take when we take breaks. We go right back. So give me some more of the Jewish music. Uh, hi, hi, oh, hold on one second. Hi. He always needs echo with this Jewish music because they do put a lot of reverb in it. That's not that far off. Here's my problem. I can't do impressions. We do an impression, then you have me take an hour break and go pick up that impression you were doing before of the old cantor who lives in. <laughs> I like to do the that. cantor. It was good enough cantor. for me. The the reform cantor who got it started in uh, in uh, Istanbul. <laughs> this is my new. I'm taking a workshop. You just say places and names, and you hope to be, be specific. <laughs> I yeah, think I, I think your impersonation. Is close enough that if somebody, if you said, well, what's it like? And you did that. I'm being serious. That if they went to a synagogue, they would go, oh, Andy was like pretty close. Oh, I'm, I'm not saying what I do isn't dead on. <laughs> but the thing was, uh, that rendition, that horrible Havana Gila, I think it was, how was Havana Gila the song? It's always the song. Mm-hmm. Havana Gila. When people want to slam What does Jews. that mean? Havana Gila? Have a, Merry Christmas? It means his name is Gila, her name was Gila, their name is Gila, everyone's name Gila. No. I like is it. that true? No. <laughs> Hava. You really Hava think it's his name was Gila? Yeah. That that's how horrible Hebrew is? It, it could be. Could be. And you that's know. what they would say about, I have a 
a pain in my side. I haven't been feeling well. I'm having trouble sleeping. I heard you've got trouble too. <laughs> the, the odds are they could be that. It could be well, that. You know, that's how Jewish people might complain. I've had my par- I've had trouble. My sleep. mother had uh, diabetes. My sister <laughs> had troubles with her back. So the point, my point before was that oh, yeah. the only thing Hold about on. this song is rhythm. If you're going to enjoy anything about it, it's, it's that you go, and the fact that it was that there was no even attempt to connect the song. Let me with try. The can I try? You can. Can you try? Do my name? No, I'll, that oh. seems conceited. I'll do your name. Sing a song about with Todd as the as the <laughs> subject, and I'll use it. We'll make it into a sting, and I'll use it when I go terrestrial. I'm. I'm meeting with a terrestrial guy next week. Uh, <laughs> I'm taking over for Jim Robe, just in Lubbock. <laughs> oh, what a life. What, what, what would my be life? I mean, mu- you're in the jungle. <laughs> That's the job I get, and I take it. And you're doing a, like something. Through, you're going through there. Yeah, Jim. On the way to yeah, some, they, <laughs> they, they, I know you know nothing about sports, but they just, so you oh, just have I to did, say the oh, whole thing. Are you serious? What? Everyone thinks you know about sports. <laughs> Everybody would keep telling me that, that Todd Glass is one sports chunk from being the best comic of all time. <laughs> hey, I, do you know a lot about sports? I, I feel like I'm the only I, I one. Too. Am I the do only one? Really? I'm a big sports fan, but I'm not an, an expert. I just love the things I love and, and uh, like teams from 19. Like I love Matt Snell. Do you mind if I quiz from you? 1969. What did you just yeah, say? Quiz me. I'm sorry. I think I Nothing. just walked it was over a, a joke. No, that, it's a subliminal joke. It's just part of my new subliminal series. But you don't watch uh, like current games. No, I do. I do. Oh, do. I do. Sunday, huge. you watch football. I and... watched uh, the the Stanford. I thought the Stanford game was fantastic. You did le- last night. Stanford with Andrew. Uh, Andrew, come on, somebody help me. Bird, that can't be right. Who's Andrew? Jackson? Luck. Who's Andrew Bird? It doesn't seem Andrew. right. Andrew. Oh, I just thought of something. Norelli. Remember, Andrew Andrew. Luck. I want to get off this conversation of sports because it's killing me. But you have a lot of sports Democrats. No, they don't. No one listens to sports. Oh. Or to you, while listening to sports. I don't. I get sports. I just, you know what it's like to have no input on something and have to hear people. Did talk you about play it? sports? Stop in, calling um, it sports. Sports. Andy, <laughs> is there pussy in here? It smells like pussy in here. I think That's that was Paul Lynn. Paul, Paul Lynn. Lynn. No, I was hey. trying to take credit for it. Is that, Watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> Did you play sports in high school? Oh, jeez. Would make no sense if it was yours. Uh, what, does all American sound right? I mean, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get about that, right. It sounds good. No, no, because very quickly I was. Uh, well, first I was four ten in high school. Seriously? Yeah, I, grew, I, I sprouted to five, five and a half throughout <laughs> high school. When I was a small child and it was like, you know, one guy was a foot and a half and I was a foot and three quarter, I could compete. Uh-huh. I think I'm athletic. <laughs> you look athletic. Come on. This, I don't want to talk I about sports. I sit very well. If there's nothing I get to do on this show, it's steer the conversation away from sports. Okay. You know what it is? It's not even... Uh, let me just... How about highlight? <laughs> show me highlight. <laughs> What's that? That's a sport. I'm watching Mad Men, and I'm not giving. <laughs> oh. I'm, it's not, not a spoiler alert, but they do talk about highlight at one point. Remember, you were talking about before about how when the song parodies were out, it didn't matter really if they had a rhyme. Or yeah, rhyme. yeah, yeah. Well, it, this is actually oddly enough something I had on my sheet to talk about for whatever the reason. I saw a truck that said "close minded." Now we just. What do you mean, we, the, a bumper sticker? No, it was a truck on the side of a truck. It's the name oh. of a business. Oh. So I right away thought. Is this a clo- it's probably a closed store. We he YouTubed it before the show. I go YouTube closed minded. I think I was in Dallas Clothes? when I saw it. Closed minded. Not closed. Close like with close a th- she changed it. She changed it to clothes. Clo- yeah. Closed yeah. minded. I like right. that. Right. And I thought I like it. Do you really? Not really. Yeah, you shouldn't. It's it's just it's there's no reason except for the fact that it fit 
It represents everything wrong. I get my hair cut a hair today. Right. Well, that at least isn't hair negative. today. That, that's not but negative. But that's not negative, though. Close-minded is not negative? Well, the not, re- like it. Oh, it, it, it means that it, it rhymes with something negative. Oh, clothes. No, 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 no. It's she, a parody. They're it's turning a, it around, though. They're turning. Yeah, they're new, turning around. This is my around. new uh, podcast Oh, now I'm getting voice. nervous here. Hold podcast What's voice. your new podcast voice? Hi, Andy Kindler, comedian. How are you? Everything's going to be all right. 65 degrees downtown Los Angeles. Oh, you really go mellower. Yeah, yeah. And I could give out the degrees if you wanted them. I wish we had the weather jingle. We but have do one you, for Katie. Do you really think she was aiming at the joke at the angle that, hey, we're like, we're like hateful people, but about clothes and jazz? You know, I think about, Todd's just saying, don't, do, don't, don't go think, there. I don't. Girlfriend. In a, in a, <laughs> in a, in a silly way. You had way, it right, but, oh, right until girlfriend. I did. <laughs> I think Todd's just saying, don't go there. And I go, yes, girlfriend. Wait, wait, not the last part. But okay, you know what would be worse? Don't, don't point clothe there, girlfriend. <laughs> that would be the worst name for a clothing store. Uh, <laughs> don't clothe there, girlfriend. Don't clothe yourself there, girlfriend. Uh, That's not any. Hold on. I can't believe Daniel. Um, um, you, you're, it, it is parodying close minded. So why would you want to parody anything? You might go, well, it's just a, of, of something that's like, what do they go? We have a nice. Like, would they say something like, oh, over there, would you like a nice pantsuit? It would make a nice Auschwitz. Right, right. Uh, uh, the atomic bomb dropped on here, clothes Shima. <laughs> right, exactly. Would be another, would be a worse one. But that, thank you. That's why I brought it up, because I knew that, first of all, Rob would like it. Rob's a Na- good laugher. Napalm. Resort. <laughs> right, Napalm Resort. You know, I got I, my, somebody in my family got napalmed. All I got was this clothing. <laughs> no? I like it. Too long. Too long. I don't like anything where you, like, we talked about before that the Kardashians named their dog uh, Louis Vuitton. And I, growing up, that's I, a great. That's hilarious. <laughs> is, is one name Louis and the other name's Vuitton? I think so. There's two dogs. Yes, I think. Then it's great. Louis and Vuitton. And I that's was saying, great. who? someone's loving it. Right. You know, I have a, two dogs, Golche and Gabbana. As they're very well behaved. <laughs> I have to today. I have my. Have you heard about my niece and nephew? What are they? I names? can't think of an example. Uh, come on, uh, Fisher uh, and Price. I'll give you a. You know, <laughs> <laughs> no one does it with kids. Give your kids funny oh, names. I just fake laughed loud. <laughs> <laughs> That's the guy who's always in my audience when I'm around. <laughs> Why does he do that? <laughs> Wait, that could be me actually. <laughs> Stop it, Uncle Vinny. <laughs> Wait, do you think it? Why, don't you think sometimes the person laughing like that is really having a good time? That's my voiceover reel. You do voiceovers? Do I do a lot of auditions. You mind auditioning for me right now for the show? I'm serious. What do you mean? Oh, like for the a, voice? We can make pretend you're coming. You're listening in. to Joel Glash. Is that how you do my promos? Yes. <laughs> Come on, come right, come on, child. You're gonna be right back. If I was, oh. if, if, I, if you're smarter than a fifth grader, then you're not listening to the tall glass show. Uh, that's my, that's I think that's my Adam Sandler voice. That's my Adam Sandler voice. <laughs> are you? Uh, are there any shows on right now? I'm gonna ask you. It yeah, could be a yeah. stereotypical question, but are there any shows on now? Okay, I'm, you know how you want the people that you um, respect their opinion to like what you like. Like I don't want to lob out a show and you hate it, but I'm going to do it. Okay. Because I just saw it for the first time. It's weird. It's one of those shows that's been on. Everyone says good stuff about it. Watched it Saturday night and I fell in love with it. Okay. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. 
I've only seen a few of those. I don't like it either. It's like too it. short. It's too. <laughs> Doesn't even I make don't sense. Understand that. There's a lot of yelling. Oh, so it's not one of your favorite shows. There's a okay. lot of blue language. Yeah, that's what I, I don't like. enjoy the blue language. Oh. That's why I stick to network. That's <laughs> you never like the blue language. That's why I turned down a role in Avatar. <laughs> I didn't want to go blue. That's right for my act, folks. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll do a line for my act just to let you know if you're interested. Beyond this podcast, <laughs> what I do, you know what I'm saying? No, it's not all ad libs. Sometimes you got to take a seasoned piece of material and throw it in there. That's why sometimes in the middle of my act, I'll go into a uh, a monologue from a hat full of rain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. The hat full of rain is uh, like a monologue that you would do well 40 years ago as an actor because it's about a play about heroin. I'm on heroin, ma. Something like that. We would do it not into the mic because that would always oh. sound like. I'm on heroin. <laughs> I got to play something for you. Now, I, we know comedians that do this, but this guy is singing, and he is enjoying the fuck out of his jokes before he hits the song. Oh, God. I got to play it for you. You have it right now? Yeah, I have it right now. Okay. So he is these... Now... Where'd you get this from? I found it online. Okay. I found it online. It, but it's real. Rights clearance! <laughs> Rights clearance! <clears throat> so... <clears throat> legal! What, what I love about it was... I actually sometimes get into these conversations with my family that's not in stand-up. And I remember years ago having the conversations, the difference between making something seem spontaneous, but you don't have to fake laugh at it. Yeah. You can do the joke every night. You, well, don't have you, to should, fa- never fa- you should never fake laugh. Right. Unless it was my classic I did before. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> that guy's gold. So this is, a, this is an entertainer thinking, you can tell the jokes, and if they're funny, the audience will laugh. No one's going to come back a week later and go, he's doing the same joke. They'll go, he's doing the same joke, the singer, and he's... And he's Laughing at it Like you, you right. Let the audience right. laugh And you just tell the joke And leave it there You know So anyway This is this entertainer And this guy's having The best fucking time Of his life He is He's told these jokes before But he can't even Get them out This song has a message <laughs> And it'll appear I on hope the this screen. is enjoyable For you Who does your hair G.E. He's talking to the audience G.E. I don't get that Sticking up in the air Same to you <laughs> Bit of hand clapping. Actually, we need a little bit of money. <laughs> I need a little bit of sex. <laughs> I can get it on Thursday afternoons between three and three fifteen. That's three fifteen seconds. <laughs> either, either way, you look. You know, my ex tried to squeeze me into sex the other night. She gave me an hour. We didn't know what to do with the other fifty-nine minutes. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> she shut me off till once a month. This is Rodney's And I'm not pissed. I know six guys she cut out altogether. <laughs> yeah, the song is I even started. So you'll get That's even, the right? Part of that. What? The song I even started. No, it's just... I can have sex anytime I want. I said, all right, right now. She says, good. And she left the room. <laughs> all right, Peter. Oh, is there a video for that? Wow. Yes. Wow. Yeah, there is a How'd video for that. How did you discover that? that? I just... Go around YouTube just looking for stuff like that. For some reason, that's not what I was looking for. But then when I heard it, I was like, "Oh my god, that's just." And I thought that's what drives me. <laughs> He's like, he, he can't so even good. get the joke out. I have an idea for a show: camping with Todd. You want to buy it? I like that. Isn't it a good idea? Yeah, camping, campy, in, camping, campy, 
Can't be with Andy. Can't be with Todd. Can't, Can't be. be with Andy. Now it's my idea. You're cut out. Wait, no, 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 no. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're selling him the idea. Guest host. Guest host we're, by Todd Glass. We're, we're still executive producers. He's Wait, just how did host. I get knocked out of this, Andy? Take it to Fuse. Take it to Fuse. You said sold. <laughs> I know someone at Fuse. Who's Fuse? You said sell it to him. We just. No, I want the show. Camping, oh, with, yeah. camping with Andy. I'll give it to you right now. Let me ask you a question. If you he really, won't give it to me. You want to bet? Listen. Don't you do the poor man's copyright? Don't you mail stuff to yourself? <laughs> I love people love telling that. You want to know? Would you, you host? Would you host a show like that? A network came into you, and it is like a fuse or glue, clue, clue. Right. The new network. They go. Is Andy it a Kindler, new network called Clue? Clue. It's all Law and Order reruns. Um, oh my God! Where can oh, you see those? That's a good. That's a good thing. <laughs> a good I'm often said to myself, "Where can I get more Law and Order? Why don't I see enough Law and Order?" <laughs> Why is TNT going away from the I Law and Order? Where can I go now? I it anywhere. <laughs> Bing, bang, boom. He, he, he likes in Law and Order that I can't stand the guy's technique. And, Vincent and D'Onofrio. That guy, I mean, he's a method actor. He's like, hey, uh, let me tell you. He, can we talk to you for a second there? He might be a great actor, and I, I'm he serious. He might be. He might be. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know, like, outside of that. There's sometimes actors, then later they do something, you're like, shit, who would have thought they had it in them, you know? Right. But it might be a style they wanted him to do, and he takes a check. If he was the nicest guy in the world, I would feel bad for saying this. I'm not like you, Andy. He just goes off the hook and kills people's spirits. I try to go in slowly before I stab somebody in their stomach. <laughs> you know, Robin Williams is actually quiet between takes. <laughs> I just read that again somewhere. So, great. Great. I, whenever I hear something like that, oh, he got, oh, so you know, he's, he's very shy. Well, good. Well, why is he fucking shy when he's talking in his act? <laughs> they bring it down there. <laughs> oh, there he has to act like an idiot? He's no. He's so shy. When, Why when the camera's he... not on him, he's actually a very nice, uh, re- reasonable human being who it's talks like smart. a person. His comedy is very subtle. Yeah, when very he's subtle, not very subtle comedy yeah. when the camera's on him. <laughs> what were we? Just well, that's too bad, isn't it? <laughs> he's very. I'm sorry, Andy. Would you take a job like that every week? You have to go. Uh, you have to go camping with a reality star, the Kardashian. Oh, no, 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 no. Hold on, no, hold on, no. Hold on. Don't change the idea. Don't now. poison the idea. Yeah, he just poisoned it. <laughs> I know. If you could have a show, go camping. Fuse? Go camp. What? It has to be few, nothing below said, fuse. I thought you said dudes. Dudes. It can't be Camping fused. with dudes. Nothing on stars. Would you take camping with dudes? I, I would take camping with dudes to the next level. That's <laughs> what I would do. No, would you take camping a show? Camping with dudes and then some. If it was... <laughs> what, what's the then some? You know, like every afternoon. We camp at night. Every afternoon we put on a show. <laughs> so listen, it's canoe, all good. Canoe, 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 new. That's a very Jewish part, too. New. Canoe, <laughs> and then we all laugh like that guy in the thing we just heard. <laughs> all right, um, <laughs> everything's good. I want you to be comfortable at all times. I make a nice living. You make. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me if I'm comfortable. No, Andy, are you comfortable over there in that chair? I used to make a nice living before the uh, rese- uh, the economy tanked, <laughs> and now things aren't going so well. Andy, that reminds- look, not everyone. I was going to buy a house, but I don't have the money. Not everybody on. <laughs> I was comfortable until the money became very tight because my act doesn't seem to go over. And be no, nobody on my podcast might have ever heard this, but tell tell or I'll, I don't even mind if you don't want to do it. I'll tell it. How much you do, you like that joke that you go to the mattress store? Yeah, I go to sit and sleep, and you and what I sit, and I sit. I go early in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. I, br- I pack a lunch, which makes any story funnier. <laughs> Let me just say something. I pack a lunch. Okay. <laughs> and I sit in the various uh, chairs that sit and sleep. And the, uh, whatever it is, you've got your uh, uh, upright uh, Lewitts. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I say, they say, do you like the chair? I say, it's a very, I, I very much enjoy the chair. Would you like to buy it? I, I, I feel very good. In the, I wait until they ask me. And this me, goes on for like this, three I hours. I don't care if it goes on four hours, five hours. 
I'm just waiting for them to ask me if I'm comfortable so I can say I make a nice living. <laughs> so finally. The guy, finally. So finally, after four and a half hours, the guy right. goes, excuse me, sir, is that comfortable? Are I you comfortable? A, I, I make fuck a it up after all. Well, I don't even remember. Are you comfortable? I make a nice living. And you go, that's how much I like that joke. That's how much I like that joke. Which is just fucking great to think that someone would like that joke that much that they go to their wife. <laughs> Honey, I'm going to go over to the mattress door. Some days it happens. In 20 seconds. You never know. You can't go. Six hours he comes back home. She's like, are you fucking shitting me, Henry? <laughs> well, that's how long it took him to ask me. <laughs> He's like, I'm not stopping. You can, make, you can make a whole day out of it. Just go to different, different places. Different mattress stores. Or just different places they would ask you that. A masseuse or... Do you want me to... Re- I don't want to... You know, I don't want this to be Sport. an expose show. But you know how the uh, you know how that mattress store racket works? Mm-hmm. You know how oh. it works? Are you serious? Oh. I don't... Not really. But uh, they, they, they always have this a brand... That they have it there. You go get a lower price on a Sealy Dot Two Number Three Silver Edition mm-hmm. mattress. They don't have the same exact mattress at another store. You know, right? A, uh, well, you know, but people a- don't want to hear it. <laughs> they don't want to hear it, man. It's the mattresses, Building Seven. You, uh, the mattresses, <laughs> Building Seven. The, the safe, the safest issues in the world. You have no cause on stage, but you love the these mattresses. You don't want to hear mattresses. <laughs> Third gunman in the bushes. <laughs> grassy knoll, not so grassy that a guy couldn't escape through it. <laughs> these mattress stores. That's right. That's these, what they're fucking yeah. doing. To bring you down. You know what they'll tell you? They'll tell you that for every year you have a mattress, it gets a pound of uh, skin fat. What, what do they Is that tell true? You? No, what do they tell you? They tell you that your mattress at, at 10 years, it gets heavier because there's flesh in it. Like it gets heavier because it oh, picks up your body. The only part here are it's free. Yeah. It's free. Yeah, if we can't, Jimmy Dore has a, a funny bit about that actually. He goes, if we can't meet your advertised, it's free. He goes, well, who's not going to meet it? Right. Who's going to go, sorry, we just in good conscience can't go any lower. So we're going to give it to you. I had the same joke, but I had, who's that guy? That's how I added to it. <laughs> who's, who's, that? That, who's that guy would do that? <laughs> who's that guy? Who's that guy? What is the worst joke you ever told that you can remember? I have told... Uh, you remember like a bit yes, or a I style said, uh, you yes. went through? I, said, I, uh, I think I said I could beat up any woman in the crowd. That's pretty bad. <laughs> did thinking, you really thinking say that? that? Yeah. Was, uh, I did say it because I said it off the top of my head one night. And I'm a small, short guy. So mm-hmm. I thought it was funny. And someone said to me, it's probably the hackiest joke in the world. <laughs> Who told you that? If, uh, do you remember? Uh, John Novotny told me that. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, it really is true. <laughs> it helps to have a friend even later in your career that will tell you. Sometimes I work with Daniel. We have to remind each other, like, if I have a joke, I get lazy. Tell me. Because yeah. we, we all know someone we really respect. But then you think, you see one joke, you go, oh. But that's because they don't have someone. I would be sickened, though, if I felt that that could happen again, that I could write jokes that bad that I wrote when I was first starting. I get lazy with, like, what do I get lazy with? I don't know. I'll just be a topic and... I used to have a New York style pizza joke. I ordered New York style pizza. The guy comes to the door, opens the door, he goes, Here's your fucking pizza. <laughs> I said, That is New York style. Shut yeah, up. That is my butt. <laughs> did you really do that? Yeah. But you did terrible. it tongue in cheek. No, I thought, when I first wrote it, I thought oh, it was a real joke. When did joke. you first write? 1987. Oh, I thought you meant like in 2011. No, no, I'm talking about, you said my horrible jokes. Yes, right? yes. Did you really think. 
I'm going to ask him. I hope he doesn't actually tell me in the terrible Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I wouldn't do that unless I would tell you something. Like, I went through a phase where it was worse. I mean, I would never ask someone to bear their soul. My sister still defends that joke. Oh, that's a good joke. <laughs> Your family. Why don't you bring back? My family still yells at me that I dropped Sweet Caroline out of my act. I go, you don't understand. I had to drop it out. But that was a performance piece, though. Well, you're right. You're funny whatever you do. It was avant-garde. You are very oh, good. no, go. It's go. not what you do. It's how you do. Thank you. We'll take a break. My thing was different. No, we won't. <laughs> um, but no, I have. I went through one phase uh, where I couldn't stop doing Paul Reiser. Okay, I and mean, I would just, you know, because the thing is, everybody always says, "Have a good day." You know, it's like, when is it your day? Everyone always says, um, "It's not my day." When is it? I wouldn't do his jokes, but I would. Yeah, do, the same rhythm. I would, yeah, right. I would go. I would go. When is it your day? You know, when would anybody come up to you? You know, you you, you win a million dollars, and you it's my day. It must be my day. And I could do that. Did you see his last show on NBC? Apparently, he stopped doing Paul Reiser. <laughs> uh, when I first, I didn't, uh, I didn't see the show. What was the show? It was him and a thing, he, and he's upset. He, and he's he calls into the show. But let me say this about it. <laughs> well, you know, I figured oh, this out. This is feeling bad. What? Us going, um, us going over our early material like this. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's edit it out. Yeah. By the way, I was just kidding. I just wanted to see what you guys had. The worst thing I ever did was not do a political joke. I think I did it a day <laughs> later. I did it a day too long. Uh, hey. I used to do an H. Ross Perot impression uh, last year, though, unfortunately. Oh, that's not So good. that was, you know I he, was a little late to that party. You know what he asked me before we went uh, started the podcast? He asked me, he goes, Todd, did you ever do John Wayne in your act, like, ever? I go, no. <laughs> John, you never I, did Wayne? You had to do Wayne when I first started. Oh, you did? <laughs> oh, you had oh to. I did it when I first started. I to. totally admit it now. <laughs> oh, when I first started. No, I would do only do, I'm happy to do outdated impersonations as a joke, but I would never do well, them Well, Rick Moranis, he's the one who had the best. He did John, John Wayne. Wayne? Yeah, when he was, a, he did that a character who was Skip Bittman. He was the younger brother of. Of Bobby Bittman, who was the hack comic on SCTV. Oh, that's right. So he came out and he was say. So his bit was he goes on network TV and he records himself with a reel to reel, like on network TV. <laughs> so they get in the big army. You're not supposed to record when you're on doing a network spot. <laughs> I always record. But he did a he did John Wayne. He just goes, I'm going to do John Wayne as the president. I'm the president. That was the whole. And that was it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's like right up my. <laughs> so that was the last time. I'm the president. I think I, we've brought everybody down with your insistence that we only talk about our early material What's, that what, was horrible. What are some of the shows that are on right now that you love? Modern Family. Modern Family. I think it's very funny. Uh, my favorite new show is Enlightened. I never Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I have this DJ voice for it. I just like to know. It's on HBO. It's really hilarious. Laura Dern and uh, Mike White. And, uh, it's fantastic. Oh, do you... Do you um, all right, I feel like I'm asking. And then dumb I, uh, Keen and Ivory weigh in, Merchant weigh in movies, Merchant Ivory weigh in movies, Merchant weigh in ivories. I like uh, Back to India. What are, Lord of the Rings Part Two? Would you uh, have you ever camped? <laughs> you kidding me? I used to go to summer camp. Unfortunately, he, he, he's, he's shooting a pilot next week. Me? Where he's like doing a camping thing. With yeah, the that's my show. I just told you two about it. I'm doing that show. No, I'm producing. You're not doing it. a camping show, are I you? I didn't tell you. Oh, are shut you up. kidding me? Todd. Guys, we have this on tape. Todd, this is on Variety. Come on, a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> that Andy Kindler's doing a camping show. Are you two in cahoots together? No, no, no I just got hired as, a, as like a consultant. It's I don't totally know off the. No, you guys back yeah, me here. Did no. you guys hear me talk about it a minute ago? No. Katie, are you fucking shitting me? No. You didn't hear me a minute ago to say to Andy. No, I read about it in Variety. Is this a bit from vaudeville we're doing now? <laughs> <laughs> we're the bailouts. Ba 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 da bum bang. Listen, let's take a deep breath. Welcome to the first episode of Camping with Andy. Today on the on the thing, I'll, sure, I'll be with sugar, Mark McGrath, Sugar Ray. 
Are you also camping with me, Andy Rooney. Andy, can I ask you a personal question? <laughs> he's dead? Yeah. Oh, he's not going to enjoy the trip. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, ask him. I have a personal question. Are you going to be on TV anytime soon? Yeah, but who, I was thinking, who's that woman that was like the uh, da- today on the camping? Doctor Sally Jesse Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have like they make you pick the weirdest electric group, and she wears her yeah. red glasses because uh, the producers and get them. Brooke Burke from <laughs> Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> oh, can you imagine that? Like, but you know what? Think about it. Andy if Taylor, I did, Hulk Hogan, <laughs> and and how are we looking with time here? How long have we done this? We're, we're 40 minutes now. We're 40 this. minutes. Can we put a clock time. over here so I can see? Uh, no. it, it, the, the real... <laughs> I emotionally <laughs> checked out about it. Have, um, <laughs> oh. Me too. This show. <laughs> this show is fucking... I have a call I'm done with this show. I have show. a callback later on. You call a, back. Yeah, this for time ne- at for night? Nestle's, for Nestle's. What yeah. is it? It's a callback. I can't say what it is. Well, why'd you bring I'm it up? I'm on a Vals. I'm <laughs> on a Vals. Why'd you bring it up? Well, because they want me to go back in and just do one more line about the chocolate. <laughs> You're such a rebel, but you're going to go back in. <laughs> I'm okay. I don't Let's give a put shit. put it down wild. <laughs> um, I, I found out. I didn't used to want to go. I know we're all over the place. I have a place. snowball, Mike. That's hold, all I'm saying. Hold, uh, hold on. Hold on. Stop. 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 I'm, I'm sorry. Serious. I apologize. No, no. You don't have to apologize. No, but we were talking about the, the, the camping show. <laughs> right. And what I was saying was I would rather if I had, like, you know, when you have a show where you're just doing a show in a studio and you have to interview people, the ones you care about, that's fun. You get to have Fred Willard out there. You know, obviously that's great, but. Letterman and all these guys, their hard work comes in when you got some fucking idiot next to you. You don't give a shit about yeah, it, and, they, yeah. and they don't even try. That's when it's fucking hard. Doing a talk show is not one of those shows I say, I think I could do a better job. I look at most of the good ones and go, God bless them, because that's fucking hard. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Even, but, um, but, uh, but, um, uh, oh, <laughs> what was they saying? Oh, yeah. But if I had to do it with those people camping, that'd be oh, a little easier. That'd be better. What's yeah, Sally Jesse? Sally, what'd you catch in the <laughs> river, Sally Jesse? <laughs> Did you lose your glasses in the river? Sally Jesse, Doctor Ruth, Doctor Ruth, I told you, now don't go swimming alone. <laughs> Who else is on the show? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I can't even think of anyone. I was going to try to uh, do the blue-eyed. So- I'm so excited today. We have from Star Search the blue-eyed patrol, the blue-eyed soul guy. Blue, eye- come on, who's the guy? One that no one ever heard of afterwards. Sinbad. No, the. <laughs> The white, blue-eyed, the white, blue-eyed soul guy. This week on Camping with Andy, 2011 Blue Man Group. (laughs) (laughs) Cleveland, 2011 uh, Midwest Regional Blue Blue Man Group. This week on Camping with Andy, the Glee cast from Broadway. I don't know. I get in the off-Broadway. Off-Broadway. (laughs) Off-Broadway. The Glee class from Wilmington, Nevada. And guest uh, part-time chef. Part-time chef who will teach us how to cook a trout in a canoe. With just a rock. With just a rock and not a trout. <laughs> and, and, and a, a carp. And the mis- mistrashki. <laughs> how you can make a trout soup with, 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 uh, yeah. with uh, chicken broth. With chicken broth. And don't forget about creature, fo- creature close-up <laughs> with our resident nature guru, <laughs> Sam <laughs> Riverbottom. And he'll show us some of our little friends. What do you got in the show, Sam? I got a, a chameleon. <laughs> oh, oh, when, when, are you going to be on TV soon? Yeah, I am. I have a. Oh, I mean, what am I not going to be on? Back on point. I got questions. Oh, back? 
No, no, no. Oh. I'm asking you. Oh, he's I got questions. I don't know if he goes. Should I ask these? And I think they're they're all questions I want to know. But I'm always afraid to ask like friends questions yeah, that are like it's maybe. Not nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's not acceptable. When are you going to be on TV? I'm going to be on a show called uh, Bob's Burgers, which is an animated show on sure, Fox. Sure, sure. I play the role of Mort, the mortician. Oh, I like it. And uh, thank you. Uh, I the thing I like about it is how. Well, I sell it. No, it's really, it's really funny. Are you John serious? Man. Yeah. Why would I like? I don't know if you. Why would you like it? It's uh, J. John Benjamin's on it, and Dan Kristen Mintz? Shaw, and Dan Mintz is fantastic, and Eugene oh, really? Merman. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Very funny. Yeah. Lauren Bouchard in, uh, invented it or created it. What do they say? I don't know and, the show business terms. Hey, by the way, just because you didn't go off on, <laughs> no. uh, uh, when, and when is it, what's the name of it again? Bob's it's Burgers. Bob's Burgers. I like it. There's a lot of great people in that. It's fantastic, and uh, everything about what, what's happening with my career is fantastic. I've made my rent three months in a row. <laughs> That's good. Hey, I get seventy five thousand downloads a week. Don't think this fucking show ain't helping your whoa, shit. Whoa, your whoa, shit whoa, show. easy. No, no, no. no. I know you're this. big shot over there. You got a real show. Let me tell you something. Really? This show, this fucking show. You don't think it's? Uh, I'm bringing in the. <laughs> You're just going to help me at the Spaghetti Works in Omaha? You plug any of your data, uh, I guarantee you. Do you have you. dates coming up? I'm going to be at the... Ca- do you go into Canada, or is that doesn't go... Mm-hmm. The signal doesn't go that no, far? I go to Canada. The signal? Yeah. yeah. You are, what, how many watts you you pushing out here? Oh, at least 65. 65 watts? Million. Is it the, but I hear it's compact fluorescent. Well, it used to be, but now we got digital eye bone. It's high watts. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of watts. It's, but it's compact. Fluorescent. Why did me Gilbert Why did the news think it was so necessary to tell it was going high death? It took me literally a year of hearing that to go. Yeah. Who gives a fucking fucky fuck? Right. Who the old fuck? People. What the fuck? Because you have a 19-inch Sylvania at home. <laughs> I have the old rounded front. Yeah, you have a zenith. You, you're, I got, you've been up since they got rid of consoles. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, back when you would, you know. Mm. Luckily, I can say that I, I'm not that old. Where we didn't have a console TV. Comedy bar in Toronto. Comedy. B- you're going to have the best time there. I know. I've been there once before. I know you were there. I did. They yeah, were nice. That's the best Great room. place. Yeah, it's simple, but it's everything that's perfect about comedy. I love it there. 20th, 21st, and the 22nd. Yeah. There you uh, go. You know what I'm saying? I um, know what you're saying. What do you make? Uh, what do <laughs> I make up there? I make... What they I do is the... I make all door, and I go 10,000... Look, I go 10,000 a night, a show, a night, a show, a night. <laughs> you want to see shows. which I'm reacted to? Yeah. Better? A show? Plus labor and parts. Oh, you get more. <laughs> I usually, I don't get in the plane. I don't get in a plane unless I'm going to bring home fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000. Plus T-shirts, plus ancillary rights. Oh, you have merch? Merchandise, ancillary. Merch. No, but I sell ancillary rights. Merch. I sell ancillary rights. I love your work. I love the summer. Can I ask you, I wrote a- What happened to th- me? <laughs> Andy, that used to be my big fear. What, that, that you'd be on a show like that, that? That I would always try to keep, you know, funny and current. I wouldn't want people to go, whatever happened to Todd What happened Glass? to Todd Glass? What happened to Andy Kittler? Or, he, or is this the worst? Is Andy funny or is Todd funny? And this is, you know what this means? You, you were funny, but then it got dated, and then they liked you anyway because you were a good guy. And at one point, even with all the respect they have for you, they say this. The pause is because they hate to say it, but they can't lie. Is Todd Glass funny? Todd Glass. Um, Todd, he used to be funny. Yeah. I want like, to. Oh, oh that, you don't want to hear that. that. That'll never happen. Because uh, I will kill myself no, before no, it does. Are they not, saying that out there, Andy? No, Andy, you got to tell you, me. Tom. You're a friend. Not about you, Andy. I've heard that you're losing your grip. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like a comedic way? Like again, I'm not doing good anymore. He's no, losing. What no, does it mean no. that I'm losing my grip? He, 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 look, people say for all intents and purposes, it's the same Todd Glass. Well, that seems like it would follow up after. <laughs> as far as you're concerned. Yeah. As far as. 
that means something bad. That means something bad is happening up to that point. That's the end. Ah, for all right. intents and purposes. For the sake of argument. For the sake. What do we come on? Let's just say, for the sake of argument, Todd Glass is still a working performer. You write a lot of songs. Did you? I'm trying to figure out who worked. Who who wrote this song? Wrote this song? Did oh, I wrote a lot of songs. I might have write written it. Let me hear it. There was an old farmer who lived on a rock. He sat in the meadow just shaking his fist at some boys who were down by the creek. Their feet in the water, their hands on their marbles. Did you write that? Oh, I love the way this is twisted. There came a young lady. She looked like a pretty young creature. <laughs> oh, every time. Is it great? It can be every time. It, listen, they do it once more, I think. Her ruffles and laces and white fluffy duck. She said she was learning a new way to bring up her children. They did it again. So they would not they ended with a bad While thing. The boys in the barnyard were shoveling refuse and litter from Did you write this? You wrote it? Oh, yes. We, can, we've played this for every guest, yes. and you're the first person that admits you wrote it. I wrote it. It was a big hit for me when I was in the... Uh, what year was that? Well, I, I wrote two songs. I wrote Shut Up of Your Face. Which can you get Shut hit. Up of Your Face? That's a big hit for me. And, I, and this when was did my you write Shut Up this Your was, Face? This was in about 1980, in the 1980s. I never knew that was you. Shut Up of Your Face. Can What's I... the matter, you? Don't show me no respect. I know the song. Who does it? First hit. You wrote this. I wrote this. I still have me singing too. They don't write like this anymore because it's religious. Well, you don't. You stop writing. That's what they've been doing. I was barred by the court. I actually like this. Let this play because people are enjoying it. What was happening in the country that this was funny to somebody? I can't wait till it says shut up your face. It's my favorite part. Crank it up a little. Was this the extended version? What do you think you do? Why you look so sad? It's a not so bad. It's a nicer place. I'll shut up for your face. Oh, wow. If this song does not have the word a pizza pie in it, I will kill myself. All right, baby. Oh. What's the matter with you? Why is the- no respect? Shut up for your face. I like it. Sh- I said shut your mouth was the original words. And, and, and then my partner... Who was your partner? Not your John, partner? His, name, his name is not John Lennon. <laughs> he said, go up or shut up of you. Shut up of your face. Shut up of your face. Shut I said, no, what's wrong with shut up your mouth? Hold on. Sing, Please little, be yeah. quiet was give my him. original. <laughs> <laughs> give him a little reverb. I want to hear the original way. So we give oh, the- what is the matter with you? You're always talking so loud. Can't you act like a normal human being? So please, would you be quiet? <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't have the same zinc to it. I, I, I got to yeah, I, I I give it to him. <laughs> it's clear that, that was, you made the right choice by switching it. Listen, I think maybe I'm laughing. I want to hear you. There was one more version that you told me. Oh, about, <laughs> I, I threw all the work your way. Oh, the other way that you were going to do it. Look, do you mind doing it the one don't way? Go at, don't ask me. What are you looking at me for? I have no information about her. <laughs> I think that she went to sleep. Your daughter, she goes to sleep. Mm, I think it's the other way. Play the play the new way again. What they finally did. I wish we could just get the shut up your face part. I can't. I don't. I don't understand. Why are you acting this way? 
if, if it was up to me, my opinion would be, hey, don't talk so much. <laughs> It seems like they changed, Andy. They don't talk so much. <laughs> Are you talking uh, too much? You talking too much? Oh, you kidding me? No, not really. No, I play it. I thought you played the drums. No, I don't. Oh, I do that, motherfucker. I can play. I couldn't actually play um, them, but let's not embarrass everybody. Well, we can do it when we are. Right. Yeah. Andy, can I ask I really you? Um, I really can't play them, but I thought to myself, I played them once. Can I ask you a question about Letterman? Sure. Have you and uh, you know, amazed every time on it, hilarious, I'll right? Take Huge it. fan. I'll, I'll take that. Um, I'll take that. Have you? Who am I? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who have I do you? Do you, have you had any communication with him, uh, like outside the, what, what we see on TV? Does he? Have, do you ever? Does he call you? Go over bits? I don't know. No, I'm just like so. You, you no, know, he does just, not. He does not. Does not call me, but mm-hmm. I don't, wouldn't. I wouldn't expect him to call me. But I, before the I show, am after on the show? the show, I am on the show doing the repeating things because he wanted me to do them. Right. So that's right. like that's a, huge, that's fantastic. And then I talk to him when the uh, when the the show and the videos. Uh huh. We'll we'll have a little talk sometimes, and that's uh, always I, fun, you know. But I mean, I'm nervous around. He's what like, is that? Like, well, he's well, like the, what do you talk about? Like, well, when the show well, the video, just, like what anything? Yeah, I'm just well, as interested. I'm not going to throw him under <laughs> the bus. He might ask me about, you know, like he might say, "What's that guy doing? You know, what was he like?" Or something about someone on the set there, or something. You know, what I mean, uh-huh. something like that. Just it's really small talk, but some, but it always makes me laugh. Whatever he says, but no, you know, the thing is, he really, I think, is kind of old school in the sense of he's not like Jay Leno who has to go into the room and hey, we'll see you soon on the show one day. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's like totally normal that you don't that he does it all out there. You know, right? I think that oh, makes that, sense. Yeah. Well, yeah, because uh, it's the same as that's why probably he has an immense respect for, respect for Regis because it seems like they had an they admiration for each other. They have so much love for each other. And Regis said that uh, like Letterman was the best is the best talk show host of all time. Uh, you know what? And it, he loved Johnny too. He loved Johnny. Too. It, it was uh, it, it. You know, I feel the way Daniel does, and it's always I always say it's weird uh, if you if a guest comes in and you just compliment them, even though it feels good, they don't know how to react. But so I always say that first, and then I go, well, look the other way. If it makes you uncomfortable, but I, I it is it is nice to see like someone that when you when I first saw you on there and you see Letterman laughing, you're like fuck that feels yeah, that's good. So to watch a friend that, that you know great, it is the greatest feel. I mean, yeah, you've seen you've it, we're we're talking about you, but you've seen other people where it happens, so you know what we're talking it's about. So it, it is, and the thing is, when I see like when I see on people on David Letterman like Bill Murray when he comes on there, and Bill Murray's like he he'll challenge Dave and stuff, but and it's like it's like I they're like. I think you have your place in a way. I mean, not to make it like so old school, like you have your place, but I feel like I need to have a relationship of respect. I mean, I can't be so respectful that I don't say anything. But right, that you're I could never be like, weak. I could, I'll right. never be like as comfortable as I see like Bill Murray on that show or, or Steve Rickles. Martin. But I, or Don Rickles, exactly, because I don't feel like I've earned, you know, yes. earned that in a way. So there's, but not even that if I, earned, I felt like I earned, like I go on there and be jumping up and down. It's like, 
So, but, a nat- hold on, let me just interrupt real quick. There's a natural progression of friendship even outside of the business. Right. So it's not even a show business thing totally. It's almost like when you're outside of a friendship, when you know someone at a certain level, you can say certain things. And if you say it before you know that person at that level, it's not funny. Right, exactly. And, and It's not you're being a pussy. You're just being – you're having good comedic decisions. And sometimes on the show I know, okay, I'm loose and I've said something in the moment. And then there's other times where I'm ner- – you know, I can tell I'm nervous and stuff like that. So – I try to give myself a break in that I would like it to be that I'm always like loose and and flowing, but I think this is it's natural. Do you ever tell Dave like if like you you you're double guessing something or you're thinking something to go wrong, like and you in the break or while you're watching a video, you ever just go, oh, I wish I hadn't done that, or you know, know, like sometimes you'll seek a couple of times. I felt like uh, I was like like once I came out, I felt like I was just so revved up that I just started talking without really being a guest. And so at the end of it, I said, oh, I'm sorry about that. And he goes, no, nah, you're fine. <laughs> so it was like, but the thing is, yeah. I work on the pieces. Uh, there's a, a writer, uh, Jeremy Weiner, who's one of the writers, and like, uh, it's like a really good, you know, we've become really good friends. And we, we'll work on the stuff together before the piece. And, you know, when we're filming these things and then the writers will write stuff and then it's mm-hmm. just it's like the greatest atmosphere ever. There's not that many things on television that give me as much joy. There are some other shows, but not that many. That from the second I watch that show. I know. It's like there is not going a, home. Yeah. And, and that sounds a little bit cliche or whatever. Or maybe we didn't know what older people meant when Johnny left because Johnny was great, but I didn't have that feeling. It just was, you know, not my generation. Maybe I didn't. I think it wasn't but, our generation, but even though I love John. I me, love me the too. Show. Me too. But I didn't have it like where I know that's such comfort television. And by the way, I think Letterman is funny. So I've heard once in a while, even a fan go, he's getting a little grumpy and I fucking love it. And he's always been grumpy. He's always been grumpy. And this show to me is is as it is unfucking believable still. Every second of that show, especially now that it's more him a lot, you know, they have a less of a guest. I don't know when they started having one less guest. It was years ago, but there's just more him to talk up front like Regis right. does. Yeah. Oh, man, that's, and that's just entertaining. And that desk, anytime he does a desk piece thing where he's just going to, you know, talk about whatever's Paper happening in his day, or, it's just it's yeah. incredible. And the thing is, I'm fascinated by the Fallon thing because to me the Fallon thing is, like my, my, uh, my wife Susan always says, like, that show is aimed at 12-year-olds, the Fallon show. Because <laughs> whenever I go, I go, what's going on? He goes, it's, aimed, it's like there's always uh, exploding things, and now we're going to go to the audience. And, but there's so much invested in, are we all having a great time? Right? As opposed this to- is the greatest, right? It's like, it, and, I, and I think someone like Letterman comes along once every, never, you know, once every generation. And I, I agree. Think for our life right now he's he he is the guy you know why he must be able to do that man it's probably man it, for, for lack of i didn't hey, mean man. to say man it teaches me because you can always evolve you know my evolving doesn't have to end you know that to that he, he i get to reap the benefits of him being so great because he's not so fucking worried about the audience all the time so he can connect with people at home not worried if the studio that may be that night. He'll still be who he is. And then I, if, if he cared more, I wouldn't get the fucking great show I get every night. He cares. It's not that he doesn't care. He doesn't care about the wrong group. The thing about that. Does I that make, is that. I, that's right. But also, like, you know, when I come see you and I enjoy, you know, I love what, when we love when, like, when we love what comics do. It's I mostly like people who are themselves. I mean, that doesn't exclude things like Pee Wee Herman and great characters, but. The thing that's great about Letterman is that he is himself. So people go, oh, he was grumpy, whatever. But that's what's so great about it, you know? To me, people like Leno and Fallon, they're so invested in in performing and having a good time and, and, and appearing upbeat. And I think that only goes so far, you know? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I never thought about it that way, but yeah, you're you're totally right. And, and with someone like Leno, who you know turns around and, and stabs everybody in the back, you know, it, then it's like not only are, we, are you buying this friend fake friendly shtick, but it's actually covering up something that's not friendly. It's not even like Arthur Godfrey, you know, the famous Arthur Godfrey story. He no. was like uh, no. the guy with the ukulele, and he had this singer named Julius Boris, and uh, he kind of fired him on the air. Uh, so Julius, I don't. I never saw the original thing. I was like, oh well, Julius is. Uh, he found a better gig or something like that, and all of a sudden, everybody then saw what Arthur Godfrey was like, and his his whole perception of this nice guy changed. And apparently, he wasn't that nice a guy. And that's that movie Face in the Crowd was based on, I think Arthur Godfrey. So some people have so much invested in being nice, but it's like somebody's just completely fake. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's yeah. It, it is. It is. Uh, you think it would be so much easier, and your life would be so much better if you can be where you're at, right? You know. I mean, I don't know. I, I, in my act, yeah, yeah. That's true. Like, if if I'm if something happened, very rarely, but I've had some things where you get into an argument before you have to go on or something. I just you, I'm more aggressive in my material, and maybe you know, more you know, you just sort of be where you're at. So it's it works. Well, yeah. And of course, every night is different. I mean, I I, I always feel when I feel okay. come off stage and I go, wow, that was. I've nailed it now. I'll never forget how to do it again. And then that's always the kiss of death. Right. Like two days later, <laughs> do you I'm watch, sweating. Do you watch yourself when you do, when you do the show? Do you go back to the hotel? Or? I always watch. I, I, I yeah, I, I have to watch it. And I have to watch. So I don't feel good by yourself. Or can you do it with well, other people? Well, if I'm with my wife, I'll watch it. Otherwise, I'll invite like the staff. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going <laughs> to go to the room. Yeah. Invite the staff. Dave, the Dave will come over. Yeah, Dave always comes by. <laughs> oh. That's the weird part. Oh, he so does come by the room to go over your notes because he likes the the in room in suite nuts and <laughs> and the bar. He enjoys gummy bears. Oh. Who'd have thought that'd be true? You should watch. I'm going to criticize me and Daniel because you just said you watch your shows when we were when I was getting ready. To do my hours. No, I meant on Letterman. No, no, I'm just on Letterman. But he watches his set. I watch. uh, I watch my. I'm going to listen back to this show. No, you don't. You listen back to. Don't you listen back to most of your shows? Yes. Right. So when when I was getting ready for my hour, Daniel was helping me. We went to Atlanta, and every single morning, Laughing Skull. Yeah, Laughing Skull, great club. We would meet and we would go over the set. And I remember at the end of the week, two weeks, then we did one at the Comedy Bar, one in Laughing Skull. And and it was helpful. We'd had cue cards all over the wall. We were dropping things, putting things up. Or that's a little obsessive, but even not obsessive. But for the special was but for you, just listening, taking notes. And here's the promise we made each other. I go, let's promise each other. We're not going to do that every night. Just we won't. But once a week that we should be proud of ourselves. Like so when we go to another club, maybe we don't do it any nights. But one night we commit to doing this. We went to Dallas. We said we were going to do it. We didn't fucking do it. You mean do what? Do what? What is it that you? You can't do it without me. You don't have my eye, and I don't have your eye. That's the whole thing. Yeah, it's different. It's different. What did you commit to doing? That we would go back and watch each other set and say, "Hey, get rid of that." You're you're honest with each other. Yeah, you can get. I think it's helpful sometimes. Now I know you don't do it with another person. I get that, but you at least watch it. Have you thought about like doing it yourself? I'm gonna. I like how you're trying to. I'm, you, try, I'm trying to like not not to get thrown under the bus with you. I yeah, don't get thrown. Don't, I record, don't I record, throw him under the bus. You're recording myself, and you even said like, "Oh, I, I, you yeah." Know, but we were supposed tag. to get together and watch it. You don't think they're? Well, I bailed on you. Maybe yes. That's well. That you don't. Oh, true. you don't need my input. Of course I do. Well, then you bailed on yourself. We'll take a break. <laughs> Whoa, we'll be right back Whoa, right after this. That's wow. the way I fucking That's drive it. That's the way you roll. Get the fuck. You roll it. Roll the commercial. Yeah, like damn good. It lightens the mood. The sound of it is something quite atrocious. If you say it loud enough, you'll always sound precocious. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. All right, well, we do. (laughs) 
No one's at the board. Yeah. No, well, Katie's yeah, the board's at the are bo- automatic. Katie's at the board, and then Chris does the soundboard. So you fade, Katie, did you fade that out? Yes. Yes. Mm. She's good. Isn't Are you she? using a, 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 a Roland fader oh, you or really? a Boss uh, Dr. Rhythm chorus? <laughs> you know all the fades. I know all the pedals from 1979. Sweet. Are you using an MXR distortion pedal or are you using a flange flanger? What? Hello, Andy. Wow. This is your mother what, calling. What, in the future? Is this 3D audio? <laughs> we have a caller. We, get, we oh. take calls. <laughs> oh, okay. Who's there? Hello, Andy. Hi. This is your third grade teacher. I had one of those operations, and I just wanted to call in and say you were so funny back then. I knew before anybody knew. When we see you on TV, we're always like, oh, my God, this kid was funny. I knew it when he was in high school. Thank you, Mrs. Public Domain. Your sense of show that's so afraid to pay one royalty. Yeah, I'm about to say one's name. Thank you, Mr. Public <laughs> Domain. <laughs> What's the name of the song you'd like to play? Public Domain. Public Hello, Domain. Public Domain. Hello, I'm Public Domain. I'm Public Domain. It's going to rain in the Public Domain. We have some calories. Oh, what time is it now? Mm, we're at like... an. We're not. We're at another hour, a little over an hour. Oh, uh, but you know what? Time flies when you're constantly monitoring your watch. How dare you? That's the way I react. I have another podcast at nine. Do you really? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> well, I have I a call. Oh, after the callback. Oh, after the callback, I just go in the studio. I do some promos for a show I don't have. <laughs> really? Yeah. You're watching Andy Kindler. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Trenton, New Jersey. You're you're watching Andy Kindler. I- Hello, Cleveland. <laughs> Andy Kindler. You're listening to the Andy Kindler Show. I don't like that one. I, I like that it's such a terrible effect. You're listening to the Andy Kindler Show. Only by Bravo. By Bravo. <laughs> You're listening to the Andy Kindler Show. Camping, camping with Andy. You're listening to Camping with Andy. After Kathy Griffin on After the D-list. Kathy Griffin on the D-list. <laughs> okay. I bet Only I by Bravo. Only by Bravo. Only by Bravo. I can repeat that's how, I don't get voiceovers, but that's what they do. That's what they do. Only by Bravo. Talking to Bravo. You're listening to the Tom Likas Show. 1-800-5-800-TOP. After the next break, why you should push your girlfriend from a moving car. Why you should take your girlfriend and push her from a moving car. 1-800-5-800-TOP. Hello, Tom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My girlfriend put me Kick through. Kick your girlfriend in the head, causing a coma. <laughs> That's right. That's all, kick that's, her in the head. That's the him of this extreme. First half sex, <laughs> kick her in the head. Tom, my girlfriend is in a coma, and I was wondering if Leave your think. girlfriend. Am I, am I right? Well, she needs the love. The 1-800-5800-TOM. Hello, Tom. Yes. Can you take me out with a Jew getting hit in the head with a rock? Do you really care? Ah! Really? This is the, it's the, it's the morning zoo sometimes. I like that morning zoo one. <laughs> I love those. We hey, do guys, it. I thought of a hey, clothing tell me about store. Some, hold, on, hold on one second. Okay. Hold on. A pun for a clothing store that's. What's it called? American Apparelized. Right. Why not? Yeah. That one. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Amer- well, it's, it's, it fits, so why does it matter if it makes sense? That's as bad as Auschwitz clothing. What was that? That's as bad hour, as American. An hour ago, I brought that back. It's as bad as American Apparel. I don't care. You can bring apparel. it back two hours Thank from you. now. It's as, it's as bad as American Apparel. <laughs> right, right. That's how I do my political stuff. All right, that's how we're ending. Uh, do you Mitt, really, wait, wait, do you, Romney, wait, wait. Right? Do you, oh, do you admit Romney? Andy, do, you a, do you really not like American Apparel? Oh no, I love it. I, uh, I, I endorse it. 
Okay. Yeah. Hey, what do you do think? You really? of, do you ever heard of sleeveless things? We need a silent. Please. What do you think of Audible.com? They're good, right? You know, when I when I want to have things Audible and I need it to be in website form, I go to Audible.com. There, that's for all of my Audible needs. Why am I doing a promo when I don't get? Am I getting a free thing? Shut the fuck up. Isolate that. Uh, okay. d- download? Um, free download? It's, Go to audible.com, put in the keyword, Todd's my guy. <laughs> what do they win? Say and it. they get a free, you get you pay for a download and get another download for the exact same price. Well, that doesn't seem like a good price. Still deal. put in the Todd thing. Yeah, it helps me. I get a dollar. Andy, we have to, when I say wrap it up, I know it takes a while. Here's a, I did an hour before you got here, but I'm going to chop that down to a half an hour. One time Todd said to me, or... Remember we were talking about lights. Like, when when would you like to get a light? Yeah, and, and I said, no, I'll t- I'll take like a you know a two minute light. I could get off. And Todd's like, oh no no no, I'm like a locomotive. Like I need to start shutting down brakes. <laughs> yeah. I need like a twenty minute light just to start slowing down. I need I do need a fifteen minute to just get me to where yeah. I gotta be to just be happy before I get off the stage. Because I here's the problem. I I could be doing very well. When, you know when you have a really great crowd and you could just go, geez, I did a half an hour and really didn't hit my act that much just because it's an unbelievable audience. For some reason, I need to feel to squeeze it in. So what I do is I get the light, then I rip through 40 minutes of material instead of just oh, letting the Oh, man, that sounds so, like the rhythm of it is. Yeah. I don't you know always what I'm do that. I don't always do that. You bring it home is what We're editing saying. this out, so whatever you want to no, say. No, no, say no. Say no. Leave this in because this shows the, the vulnerable side. No. Everybody don't. knows the, the, the Dane Cook, I'm going to kick your ass crowd side, but they don't know this side, the weeping clown after the show. Who squeezes in forty minutes of material in an incomprehensible last ten minutes? <laughs> you ever know once when you get out of the shower that you have no shoes? Have you ever seen the beach? Why they call it the beach? Why why they why they call it the freeway? You have to pay, and and, and time is going to get. And then why is it not doing? And the Republican National Convention? I don't think so. Good night. I think you're right, Andy. Good night. This guy. Good night. It. That's why he makes money. Good night. This is the head waitress. Andy, I think you're right. People want to see another side of me. They do. Can I tell you the truth? Yeah. I have a videotape of me putting my dog to sleep three years ago. You think that would make people like me more? <laughs> he was only seven, and he was fine. I couldn't take the vet bills. No. I, you know why? I had a great deal on a rental on the camera. Yeah, he was fine. No, we, we, we said, what would happen? I, obviously, I would never do this. But if you brought a dog to the vet and he's six, and you go, listen, it's time. He has to be put to sleep. And they're like, oh, he seems pre-. I would imagine most vets would say, he seems pretty spry. And then you're like, oh, you don't know what he used to be like. He'd say, I can't. Oh. Can't even look at it. It just saddens me. And the dog jumps up on the table. He gives his paw. He goes, "No, he used to." What happens is the vet eventually is like, "I, I tell you the truth, I a vet with good conscience." We go, "I can't in good conscience put this dog to sleep." What was? What did he used to be like? And they finally go, "He used to talk. <laughs> All right, he used to talk. Now he just sits there." I know you don't believe me. You think I'm nuts? That fucking dog talked. Todd Glass brought to you by Peter. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. You, do you believe it's right to declaw your cats? I like to throw weird questions out yeah, there. This has that. been my do interview it. style. Inter- uh, yeah, de- declawing it. cats. Swear to God, what's your honest opinion? I am uh, was for it when I had a cat, but now I'm against it. I think you're being honest. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I, I don't. I am not happy with it. I still you know I, I still wake up late at night and I hear my uh, cat Opsy <laughs> Opsy saying, "I had no claws," yeah. which was a. Uh, I thought she's that Jewish? was pretty good. Yes. Wendy, thank a, you. Thank you. And the, cats, a, and the cat's in the corner going, thank you. Thank remember that you. bit. Remember that bit. Hello. The cat's in the corner going, yeah, I wish I could scratch your eyes out. Why is the cat gay? <laughs> Why funnier. does the cat have to be gay? It's funnier. And the dog's going, duh. Bob, I like the dog's sauce. Um, and the, cat, and the I couch have never is seen. I have never seen I, dogs do this, cats do this bit I didn't love. 
from anybody. Oh, because anybody. it works. It works. Because men oh, are like it, this. There's, there's the a voices. It, yeah. Men That's are from me. a certain planet. Women are from a different area. <laughs> <laughs> But Andy, I think the reason the cats thing, I agree with you, is because I'm being serious, actually. Um, I think you go to defend things sometimes because you did them. I think my parents declawed cats. How bad could it be? Yeah. No, that's not. You don't just defend my, it because my it's parents me. declawed and there wasn't even their cat. Yeah, they Hello. <laughs> Hello. My parents you come did home that and the bit. neighbor lady staring at you. Neighbor lady. <laughs> Generic neighbor lady. So I, I'm sorry. I declawed your cat. I don't have a cat. <laughs> well, oh, I'm sorry, Bobby. I'm sorry. Your daughter is very feline looking. <laughs> Sell that to Fuse. Do you have any ideas? Andy's nearsighted mom. What's a song? Declaws the neighbor's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> in, a, in a new episode of Andy's World. Andy's World. What's a song on your iPod that would be embarrassing? But I guess if it's that embarrassing, you're not going to admit it to us. But just be- a song on your iPod that really is um, like Ew. probably "My Eyes Adore You." <laughs> is that what I don't even think it's a name? You don't have any songs like uh, that? I have. Um, Want to know what Daniel's is? What's that? Share. Do you believe in love? That's I terrible. That. Did you download it? You 99 cent it? All right. What else can I throw at you real quick? Um, do you have a I dog? Have do, you have a, do you have a dog? I don't have a dog. Do you have what? a cat? I don't. I used to have cats. What was the last concert you went to? I went to see Nick Lowe at the Largo at the car. <gasps> I love Nick Lowe. He was fantastic. What do you think of the Jewish people fighting each other? That can't help their cause, right? I am a pro uh, the non-extremist Jewish people. What yeah. does that mean? Like the people who didn't uh, kill Rabin, those people. People that didn't throw not, stones at the little girls. I'm not a big Bebe Netanyahu fan. <laughs> not my style. This is the guy who's, who's an annoying arguer. Bebe Netanyahu? He should be Bebe Netanyahu. <laughs> Oh, God. Andy, I was, so I was observing you in conversation. You seem to be talking loud. All I want to say, keep it down a little. <laughs> I know I observed your conversation. I noticed you're a little loud. Let me tell you this. Keep it down a little. Don't talk so much. I notice you're having fun. You're not hurting anybody. You're just hanging out with your friends. Could you just stay a little away from my yard? I can't, you're talking so much, I can't hear my own thoughts. Would it kill you if I got no award in Edgewise? Hey, call me when you're going to take a break for the speaking. I know you're just having fun. You're playing your radio loud. I'm trying to sleep, and I don't want to ruin your fun. If it's not too much, could you just turn it down a little? <laughs> hey, good. if it wouldn't kill you, I have a little request. Hey! Yeah, take it down a notch. I know you're having fun. <laughs> Dial it back a bit. Dial Dial it. It. <laughs> That's a good one. Do it right. you got to commit all the way through. It's funny when you really sell yeah, and, uh, Look, I don't want to get in your way. You seem like a nice person. I certainly don't want your feelings to be hurt. Hey, dial it back a little. Now that, didn't, that didn't make uh, a hit. Hey. Who said Put shut up? Put a lid your- on it. Hmm. Who said shut up your face? Who was the one that said that? Ah, shut up your when face. When you guys were writing the song. I wrote that song. That was my first uh, novelty I know. That's hit. why we started yeah. this whole conversation. Before I did My Ding-A-Ling. You, can you, people have not, you some wrote we have my to wrap it up. Can you do a My Ding-A-Ling by Andy My Kim? Ding-A-Ling is one of the best songs of all time. A lot of people like the early Chuck Berry. Yeah. But My Ding-A-Ling is where he really put it all together. Did you, is, does Jerry Lee Lewis still tour? That's what I heard. Jerry Lee Lewis will sometimes wake up in the middle of the night and just in the middle of the air do one of those <laughs> <laughs> the piano boy. He doesn't even know what he's doing. He doesn't even know. 
And then boom, back out like a light. Uh, when he's doing dishes, I heard he does that too. Ow. Boing, boing, ow. Boing, 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 boom. Sometimes back. He's that out of it. What was that piano song uh, that you but had earlier? Is that true? That Did you know that? that he, you can go see him live still. Jerry Lee Lewis? Yeah. I bet he's good. Jerry Lee Lewis? Yeah, just for the novelty of it. Yeah, yeah but that's not a good reason. He wakes up in the middle of the night like this. Novelty. He just wakes up and does this. Then he's back out. Ready? All right, so we got to wrap it up. Wow. Oh, you wrote my dingling. I wrote my dingling. Now let yeah. me ask you a question. It was, really, you... it was a little bit edgy. People didn't get it. It was too yeah. subtle. When you wrote that song, did you did that? Uh, by the way, was that a fun? First of all, I want to uh, just clear up the rumors. My dingling referred to my penis. <laughs> well, it did not refer to the Vietnam War. That people don't know what. It, go play the song for because our listeners, you know, it's a they great don't know. song. I hope people get it. Should we go out a commercial it. on this? Should we yeah. just ride out on this? Well, one? it's. It, well, I want to. I want to come back. We'll talk about it. Okay. And, and then we'll and then we'll say goodbye to Andy Kindler. We had fun night tonight. He gives us one more to do. In that case, we got to. Oh, it's coming. They know it's coming. We That's what makes it so funny. Mater, we must do our you sound mater. different then. What? When I was a little bitty boy, uh, my grandmother bought yeah. me a cute what? little toy. Are you performing? Is Still it? Yes. Silver bells yes. hanging on a string. Uh. She told me it was my dingling ling Oh, dingling! Yeah. Ding-a-ling. yeah. All right. Why jazz clubs? I played that. Why jazz clubs? This was jazzy. Pause yeah, us for no, a second. Very jazz. Pause us. Bebop. So I didn't. It was even the think. end of bebop. So when you wrote this song, this was in. Like, you don't think of it in hindsight. This is a jazz song. Nobody got it. That was the thing. Play it, was play it out. I really do think. Andre. Beautiful. And then Mama took me to grammar school, but I stopped off in the vestibule. Yeah. We Nothing more it. hilarious Every than a five-year-old direction. Bell would ring. Bell would ring. He's playing with his dingling at age five, folks. Everybody. That is beautiful, Chuck says, you know as the I money heard, rolls heard, in. I mean, I me. two girls over here singing in harmony. That's all right, honey. This yeah. is a I'm going to pee in your face later. I'll pee in your face. Ain't nobody going to There's no reason to. Mm-hmm. That's what he did. Yeah, freedom. <laughs> Chuck Berry? Yes, no, no, sir. let's not one make it. One guy the... right over here singing mine. No one heard too. that. That's all right, brother. The guy said mine. Yes, one guy over there. You got it right, baby. Mine. Everyone else was singing dingling, but he oh. goes, that guy's going mine. Once I oh. was climbing the garden wall, I slipped and had a terrible fall. What's that? I fell so hard I heard bells Where's he going to go at the end? But held on to my dingling. Yeah, he busted his head. Busted his head. Busted his head on the wall. But held on to his dingling. Parliament out there singing. Alrighty. Oh, oh, that is good. Is that's the future of Parliament. 
That's that was in London? We're going to come out of the commercial They couldn't next enjoy week. that in the States. So I'm going to bring it over to London. <laughs> Did they love it over there? But they used to call it My Swim a Limb. <laughs> oh, that's the original My Jimmy version? John. My Jimmy Jim Jim. My Jimmy Jim Jam. Do we have that over? I think we have My one. Lift. <laughs> they used to call it My Lift in television. When I was oh. a little lad, I used to say, What's in my pants? <laughs> 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 then one day, my. Unfortunately, my mother said to me, in your pants is a little wee-wee. Oh, my wee-wee. It's not as catchy. I can see how... My wee-wee. Everybody's falling in love with my wee-wee. Wee-wee. My wee-wee. 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 Yeah, the first part. (laughs) (laughs) Andy. I feel like I learned so much about you tonight. Uh, First of all, I had no idea you wrote my dingling. People listening right now, do you still get royalties to that? Uh, no, because of the uh, the Man Act. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, I remember once you saying in your act. I don't know if you do it all the time. The difference between you getting a royalty check, like you know, when I when you said you said uh, like uh, um, every. Um, Ray Romano, Young isn't, Ray Romano isn't going, going, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. That joke got no, I did the joke on Letterman, got no laugh because people think if you're on TV, you you can't possibly not have a lot of money. They had no idea what <laughs> I was, I said, yeah, I didn't, that they replayed the Young Comedian special, but uh, I didn't get a residual, and I'm on the phone with the union asking where my residuals. I don't see Janine Garofalo calling up uh, AFTRA to ask about her $200 residual. <laughs> And it was silent, much like it is in this room. No, I was listening. You don't see Ray Romano. You yeah, know. I don't see Ray Romano in calling line. up in line. What did they say? It's something like, I, they owe me like $4.30. I'm here for my $5. <laughs> but you were. That's the point of because this story. Because of my... Wee, wee, wee. Wee, Andy Kindler, it this was... This was fun. Do you have any dates you want to plug? Comedy Bar in Toronto at the end of the month? Yes, and... Um, do you close with the My Dingling song? I do. Well, you do. do it, so you're not. You're well, not afraid. Well, I have. I may. I cut a deal with the estate. <laughs> Digglings. Before I let you go, and we are going to say goodbye. Uh, thank you, Rob, for stopping by. Uh, uh, sensitive, always pleasure. And uh, Katie, thank you. We had so much we didn't get to today. Uh, Chris, behind me, Chris Burden, right? And we're going to. There's no better way to uh, credit the people that you work with by saying right well, after you say their <laughs> name. <laughs> it's he knows right? he. <laughs> right. There's a great Elvis. And I couldn't uh, do it without my crew, right? Who are you, right? <laughs> I laid it. I could not do it without my crew. How about I had put the, put some reverb in here? I'm on. A, I'm in a band. I'm on stage, ladies and gentlemen. It's been marvelous to perform for you fine people here tonight. And I just want to say, there's a band behind me, and I couldn't do what I'd do without them. My drummer has been with me for over 15 years, and if you give him a nice round of applause, I'd certainly appreciate it. His name is John. His name is John Bogelstein. Is that right, John? John Bogelstein? Is that right? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, John Bogelstein. Also, I want to thank my head drummer over there. His name is... Head drummer? How many drummers do you have? I got 16 drummers. I got a no horn section, but a drum section. I do do the old school. You notice that, Andy? You got like a Lenny Bruce sound to your voice. I do. uh, Oh, my God. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Elvis. Turn off everybody's mic. Nothing else. Not the uh, social importance of him. Oh. Not the the effect. (laughs) Not the ability to. Lenny Bruce? No, not the ability to affect society. Just the one thing. Let me see. This is Lenny Bruce. (laughs) (laughs) I get horrible right away. Okay, now hear this. Now hear this. This is the president of the United States of America. Now hear this. This is Lenny Bruce. Now hear this. <laughs> this is Lenny Bruce. Fuck that shit. 
All right. Okay. Was so, that Bill Cosby doing a Lenny Bruce? Lenny Bruce. Give me a little blue. Give me a little blue Bill Cosby. Dirty Bill Cosby. Motherfucker. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Fuck that pussy, man. Now, I don't know who that was. What album was that Bill Cosby album where he said that? Mm, chocolate cake. <laughs> <laughs> I like pussy. Mm-hmm. Jello pussy. Pussy favorite jello. <laughs> if you were higher, I could kill you. Right now. Pussy, pussy favorite jello. Mm-hmm. Jello pudding. Ho, ho, hey, hey. Ho, ho, ho. Jello pudding. Hey, hey. Ho, ho. <laughs> pussy. Hey, hey. Don't eat the cake. All right. This is the... That's the this... How that much do you think greatest, this thing? I don't care if anybody ever hears this outside the studio. That was the greatest 20 seconds of my life. Katie calls. Katie got me this piece of equipment. It's great. And we have a running. You mean the, the $4 uh, echo chamber device? Really, Andy? Yeah. Everything's got to be That's a on dig. sale at 7-Eleven with a big gulp. You know, maybe you come in, you make a dig at Jay Leno and all the people you make fun of. You don't take a shot at me. Here's Todd's at the, here's Todd <laughs> the meeting. Here's Todd the meeting for your show. Yeah, uh, I think some more of those bits could use reverb. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have. Yeah. Anything else? <laughs> I don't know. I just would like to see. Uh, I could look. You could talk me into a, 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 some other kind of digital delay, but I think the reverb is the way to go. David Letterman's on the line. Really? He is. Now can, oh, we, can we patch his call in? No, we can't. He's on the line. But you fixed, no way. You fixed the phone, Katie. Right? It doesn't still have that effect on it, does it? Yeah. No, I fixed it. Oh. There's no way it's going to sound. David, are you there? There's no way it's going to sound. Hi, this is David Letterman. How are you? Hi, Dave. I'm I'm so flattered that you called. I'm fucking. Hold on a second, David. Hold on one second, Katie. That is mortifying. So what happens is now we'll take his call. It really is him, but right. there's an effect on it which makes oh, it, it makes it so you can't. Identify go ahead, him. Dave. Good to hear you. Yeah, I just wanted to say, I first of all, I love the show, and uh, Andy is a great part of our show. You know, uh, this is what we look for, guys like Andy, and I know. You know, it's not often I throw out compliments like this, but Andy's uh, without Andy, my show would be shit. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Dave. Thank you. Thank you for, that for was the, nice. Thank you for going blue. Pussy. <laughs> hey, 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 Jello Pudding, ho, ho, ho. Baby Bill got me. That's a guy. This is sad, but it could be funny. The guy that had the defibrillator thing, he had to get it, but he still liked to do his impersonations. Oh, no, he got this thing. You know what makes you talk like this? What is that for your yeah, um, a, a, voice, a voice box? A voice box, which is not a funny joke, but in this context it might be because we're not making fun of the voice box. I'm making fun of this guy's family because you can't go on stage and do comedy, but he likes to do impersonations. So he goes, "I'd like to do Bill Cosby." Hey, 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 Jello pudding, ho, ho, hey, mm-hmm, Jello pudding, mm-hmm. Why is he like to go on stage? <laughs> You why have to does he have to go on stage? If, if, seriously? Yeah. Why if you, is if you owned a comedy club and that guy wanted to perform. But why is he so compelled? Because uh, it just is, right? It's, it's, he likes to. He, used to, he was maybe performing. Maybe he was a comedian before <laughs> that. But he's not. He, tr- it would kill. That's he, right. He, he used to do karaoke. All right, but he's not well, he got trying to add to the jokes, right? He used to do karaoke. No, this guy used to do karaoke. He would go sing like. What would he do? He would go to karaoke bars and he would sing karaoke. Yeah. And then they don't let him in there to anymore. To public domain? <laughs> he would do public domain karaoke songs, so he would go into the karaoke bar, and yeah, we'll do that later. All right. There's not going to be a. Po- There's no later on this show. No, well, we're done. It, it, it goes on. I'm going out. over. It goes through a small phone line, into a USB device. We sh- we slightly speed it up. Do you remember me and you worked together on the Fox show? And yeah, I told the, uh, Fox. Uh, Andy got hired with me to be a writer on a show, a write an idea for a show, but I didn't know how to use a computer at all. Comedy Zero. Lab. Comedy, Comedy lab. lab. 
So we would get, and I told Andy before I took the job, I said, Andy, I don't know how to use a computer, you know, and they're going to put us in front of computers. He goes, don't worry, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, work together, and then I'll just submit it. And he was very nice. And he had to go in on audition one day, and he left me, and they kept walking by the room. All I knew Andy taught me how to do on the computer was pull the information up and pull it back down. And that's all I did for an hour and a half and two hours. I was so nervous that they'd walk by, like, click, 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 like acting like I was looking for something that I just wrote, but did, did nothing. Did you give a convincing, were you convincingly looking like you were doing something? If, if this was a show where people could see what I was doing, I'll do it. So I'll do it for you, but we could take a picture. Here's how committed I was, just to really make it look real. I'm not going to exaggerate it. Here's how much I did it. You ready? Back on radio, this is what we had to do. <laughs> and then if no one was around, I wouldn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, this guy goes to the karaoke bars with all his friends. They're all like, don't go in there. No. Shut the fuck up, you guys. I want to sing karaoke. At the bar. Okay, this next guy. Are they going to say you can't go up, sir? Finally, they did. He would go up. He'd be like, all right, I'm going to sing my way, motherfuckers. You f- I'll say it clear. That's all. The bit's over. Why all do right. you bail so much? What are you, in a, a fire volunteer fire department and you're bailing? Can and I tell you what? You're, you're going to be a guest on the show more now because you just you did what I need. Would, Someone to talk me. Would Red Skelton have done horrible material if he had stopped? <laughs> <laughs> would he have done the worst impressions <laughs> that nobody wanted to see shoved down America's throat if he gave up like you just did? You red buttons. Yeah, not red buttons. He never got a dinner. That was a different situation. Oh, he's funny. He's funny. Well, who's the guy that went? Yeah, red Skelton. Yeah, you God, know what? And God bless. You know what? You know what he told me that, that someone told Skelton me. He told him. You? No, he told he told somebody. He told Bob Nelson this. Bob, you know red Bob Skelton Nelson did this. Yeah, and he goes. It was something to the effect, "I'm close enough," which it's why it made me think. Uh, yeah, because it always drives me crazy. There's funny everything. Some people are blue. Some people happen to be clean. But you don't get extra merit for being clean. You know, it's like, right. You know, that's my theory. You just you're you get merit for being funny. It's hard to be fucking hilarious. Whether you're squeaky clean, whether you're we're very doesn't raw, matter. Doesn't matter. It's just hard to be fucking funny. You don't get extra merits because if you do give someone extra merits for being clean, then you're saying, well, yeah, they're funny, but it's a little harder to be. You got to admit, George Carlin, as much as I love him, he took the easy way. That's what yeah. you're sort of saying, you yeah. know, indirectly. Right. So anyway, um. He said something like, yeah, well, when you curse, it's like, it's like, um, shit, it's like, uh, something like you're shitting all over your art. <laughs> Shut, and that makes me want to go, I want to respect what you do. I really right. do, because there's all, I can respect something pantomime if a guy was true. But when he says that, shut the fuck up, you old fuck. You're saying things that old people should say that aren't in the business, not what a creative person is supposed to say to, so I know he's dead now, it I doesn't matter. I think finally someone's taking so, him down. I, that's, I, what I, that's what I like about it. It does. <laughs> he's got finally, Red Skelton is finally getting his comeuppance. When there's four people in the country who remember his name. And one of them is angry about it. Well, people can go YouTube him. They can YouTube him. Hey, they but, go, hey, what's Todd I'm saying? This guy, <laughs> this is humor. But you know what? People don't even have to know who he is. They know it's an entertainer that was around a long time ago, and he was like, it's better to be clean. Shut up. Exactly. And there's people, all, there's, you don't think there's someone like that today that someone is dealing with? It's not even mime. It's pantomime. Yes. It's worse than mime. Thank you. <laughs> we'll take a break. We're not Pantomime. We're done. The do show. mime or do pants. But don't do pantomime. Thank you. We'll ride out on that. Andy, last words. Look, I've had a really good time today. I enjoyed spending time with you. But next time, maybe you shouldn't talk so much. Okay, play the song, the real song, as we leave. Bye.
Now leaving Nerdist.com. 